We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Bends it out the back to O'Sullivan. Kick out! There's no stopping the flying mock from there. Match points for her second Roland Garros title. She's not just dominated the tour, she's now dominating the majors. Just an hour and eight minutes. Overnight scores, expert comment and controversy on the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Good morning everyone, I'm Ray Thomas and welcome to the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. It's Origin Week, Dean Ritchie right alongside me. Dino, good morning. You as pumped as everybody else. You would have covered many origins in your distinguished career as a rugby league writer. Do you still get... Pumped up and excited for it. Good morning, my friend. Yeah, good morning, Ray. Good morning, everybody. I love Origin. Mm. Love it, Ray. The crowd and ticket sales are very, very healthy. They're thinking that they will sell out again. Wow, that's big, isn't it? So I reckon we'll get a full house. What's the sellout at ACOR? 80,000. Right on the button. So if they can get to anywhere between late 70s and obviously to the 80 mark, would be gold. Ray, it's Origin. We love it. But gee, I can't wait for this afternoon. Melbourne, oh, George Cambosis, one of the biggest fights it is in Australian history. And it's going to be an absolute ripper. The, the young kid from the Shire mm. who played junior reps for Cronulla yeah. and is a diehard Roosters fan looking to unify totally the weight division with, yeah, of course, lightweight title. Devin Haney. Should be an absolute belter, Ray. We've got our man Phil Buzz, Buzz is on the ground in Melbourne. And that very first fight on the card is actually at 9.30am. They're starting early because it's going into America. And we'll talk about the fight uh, plenty later in the show. But just quickly to set up that, George Cambosis unbeaten in 20 fights. 10 by KO, and he holds the WBA, WBO, IBF, and Ring Magazine lightweight titles. He's taking on the American Devin Haney, who's a good fighter, Dino. He's the WBC lightweight champion. His record, 27 fights, 27 wins, 15 by KO. So two unbeaten champions fighting to unify the lightweight division. George Cambosis against Devin Haney in Melbourne today. Dino, just back to origin, I'd love your thoughts on, one, the selections of, of both teams. Fairly predictable um, to a large extent. I guess the two shocks in New South Wales, obviously the decision not to include Josh Adokar. He came out on Friday night, scored two tries, and it's probably been, to be fair, one of Canterbury's best all season. He's limited opportunities. And the decision to leak out, leave out Jake Trebojevic, two guys who've been really integral of Brad Fittler's um, origin sides in recent years. Both came out and made decent statements over the weekend. Yeah, they certainly did, Ray. I was a bit surprised, certainly with Ado Carr. He's been mm. the heart and soul of the Blues for four years. In that time, uh, we have won three of those four series. I guess what surprised many, Ray, was uh, they felt that the Blues wingers with him and Toto didn't 
have the size mm. to combat Xavier Coates and Selwyn Cobbo, yet they kept Toto and got rid of Adokar. I guess that's where a little bit of confusion came in. But Daniel Tupo's a good player. He's been there before. Um, and I guess the other, I guess, uh, debating point, Ray, was Stephen Crichton being mm. named as the 14th player, which means he's going to play that utility role, which I guess, again, surprised some. But Freddie knows what he's doing, and I'll back Freddie all the way. Some whisper that Crichton might start over Whiten. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I have. I I spoke to Freddie and Brandy Alexander on Friday night and both denied that vehemently, saying, though, Jack Whiten will definitely start at centre and Crichton will come off the bench. Don't forget, Ray, that Crichton can play left and right, centre wing, and, of course, he can also play fullback. So we can fill in virtually for five positions on the field. I'm just not sure, though, Ray, who would play dummy half if Damien Cook gets injured. Mm. He's got a few mm. options there, but uh, there's no obvious, obvious backup. Yeah, backup yeah. Um, what about the Queensland side? A lot of talk about these baby Broncos coming through, and it, it does look an exciting team. Doesn't it? This looks like an evenly matched contest. I think the last couple of years has been an expectation the Blues would get over the top of the Queensland origin sides, but this looks more even to me this year. Is that a fair call, Dino? Yeah, absolutely. Or? It's a red-hot Queensland side, yeah, right? Don't yeah. Don't be fooled into thinking that this Queensland side is a heavy underdogs. They're not. This is this is even money. Mm. And they've got a great running game in their halves with Cherry Evans and Munster. If they both run and they, they love to run, they can cause untold damage. Ooh, the Blues yeah. are a bit more of a you know, a passing team, I guess, to create. And the Blues' advantage is, I think, Cleary, Yo, Luai. Mm. But, of course, as I said, if Munster decides to run, and he will... It's going to be on, right? It will be a hell of a series. And as I said, Queensland are the underdogs in the betting markets. Mm. But in my eyes, it's it's 50-50. We, we say it every week, but any team with Munster in has got to be a chance. Uh, early prediction about Wednesday night and about the series. I think New South Wales will win still. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think their side is marginally superior in certain areas. But it'll be tight. Mm. This is another origin classic, right? I think this will go right down to the last couple of minutes. Yeah, exactly. Now... This will be different for so many people this year because a certain person will not be calling State of Origin. Now, he's called 99 State of Origins. He's decided to hang up the binoculars, so to speak. We're talking about um, the great Ray Warren, who's decided to retire. And let's go back to the very last time Ray Warren called an NRL game. Not a lot of help from their friends. Of that, I can assure you. The Panthers celebrate. 13 of these blokes debuted with the Panthers. Six of them local juniors from places like St. Mary's, Mount Druitt, Missionbury, Doonside. That was their 2021 grand final, of course. And Ray You're Warren not cheering up on me, are you? No, no, no. Okay. And, and subsequently, Ray Warren has said a couple of times that he sort of knew that night that he may not, probably won't call again. But did it surprise you, Dino? Did, did you look at that figure and think, no, he might go one more series and not get it past the 100? But he's. I spoke to Rabs, oh, gee, Ray, six, seven weeks ago. And he just sounded to me like a bloke that was very comfortable in watching it from his living room now, he'd done the hard work. He'd done his time. And to me, he just sounded... He hadn't made a decision then, mind you. It was just me playing 
a you know, mm. quasi-psychologist, but I just thought at the time... I thought, How do you play that? I just thought, you know what? He just sounded like a bloke to me who, who'd had enough and he was enjoying his new life. Well, mate, question without notice. What's your favourite Rabs moment? Have you got one? Or oh, I'd have to go State of Origin. 1994, the Blues were on the verge of winning and this happens. Queensland, it's a miracle Oh, yeah. What about that one? Oh, no, it's Dello. Unbelievable. What about that from Queensland? They can't believe it. Unbridled joy on the sideline, and why not? That's not a try. That's a miracle. <laughs> How good is that? What a great line, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And it, it, the thing about him, he's so synonymous with rugby league, but he was such a, a versatile broadcaster, wasn't he? And he could really seized the moment and there was one moment that I'll never forget Sydney 2000 Olympics Susie O'Neill swimming for gold in the 200 butterfly 13369 split time she is a second underneath it she can do it Susie O'Neill can do it the vital final lap she's a length in front Thomas is second she's still pushing her it's O'Neill in front 0.98 in front of world time there's the line again. It's wearing her down. O'Neill in front of it. The line is getting her. O'Neill's in front of it. The line coming at her. Hang on, Susie. Hang on, Susie. Five to go. You're going to do it, are you? Susie. Yes, yes, yes. She's done it. 205, 81. Her dream has been realised. He just got there, didn't he, Rab? Susie just got there. Susie O'Neill and, and Rab's just got there. But what what a wonderful career, Dan. Just a great bloke, Ray. Yeah. You speak to Ray Warren, and he's just so warm. He's mm. charming. He's polite. He's courteous. He's, he's larger than life as a commentator, but he's just a great bloke. Yeah. You know, like sometimes when you have that big ego, you can be a bit grumpy or a, ego, bit, a bit surly. He or, hasn't got an ego. But he's got no. nothing like that. He's, he's an absolute champion, Ray, and the yeah, game yeah. will miss him. We'll all miss him. He's been in our living rooms for, what, 30, oh. 40 years, Ray, and you feel like you know these people, yeah. even when you don't actually know them. They become part when, of your life. When did he start? Was it the MCO Cup in the mid-70s? He used to do, yeah, the MCO Cup for Channel 10, I think. Yeah, Would have yeah. been back in the, the Wednesday yeah, nights. Late the, 70s it at was Leichhardt big one, Oval. remember? Wednesday night, you'd get home from footy training and... I think John Brennan used up. to do the schoolboys. That's right. the Amco Shield. Yeah, and they used to replay that on the Saturday mornings and always, these, or Sunday morning, I can't remember then, it doesn't matter. Did some racing anyway, as well, Ray. He did some Melbourne Cups. So no, very, fantastic. We've well, got plenty of Rab's memories throughout the show today. We better get a quick score update on a few things, Dino. Split round, round 13 because of origin in the NRL. Just on that point, Dino, if you're in the AFL, why would you have your split round at the same time? Wouldn't you have your complete round? It seemed a bit unusual, didn't it? Why wouldn't they do that? It seemed a bit unusual. Yeah. You know, like what if was, you love your what sport. What was the theory behind it? They, they just having a split round. Okay. Because it's middle of the season. But wouldn't you program it before or after Origin so you get maximum opportunity to have your product shown on, on Fox? I don't know. It's what it is. Back to Thursday night. Um, the Cowboys 32 against the Titans 6. I'll ask about that game in a sec, Dino. Friday night, Penrith 30, the Bulldogs 18. The Bulldogs were brave, but Panthers with seven Origin. Uh, players out of the team got the job done. Last night, Manly 44. The Warriors, very disappointing 12. Today's game, 405 Canberra versus the Roosters. The Cowboys, Dino, bounce back from that loss at Penrith, and they're a good football side this year. Yeah, they certainly show they've got some depth, Ray. Four players missing. 
got the job done easily against a very disappointing Gold Coast. We've mm. said it multiple times in the last few weeks, Ray, and I hate to say it, but from a side that many thought would reach the final eight, they're now looking down the barrel of a wooden spoon. Unbelievable. They are looking alongside the Bulldogs to run last, mm. and that is not acceptable for a good roster at an improved club, improved facilities, and a wonderful stadium. They have to get better. Yeah, absolutely. It has to happen. Talking of the Bulldogs, I was watching the the coaches' post-match press conference after the Panthers-Bulldogs game on the Friday night. Firstly, Mick Potter came in, and he admitted um, that he thought that was a winnable game for the Bulldogs, Dino. They're taking on a Penrith side, as I said, that was losing seven origin players. They went to Penrith thinking they were a chance of picking up the two points and doing what the Tigers did 12 months ago at Leichhardt when they knocked over then unbeaten Penrith. Um, they got back to 22-18 at one stage in the second half, but as soon as Penrith got some football, Paul Vaughan mistake, they capitalised, regained control of the match. What was your take on it? I thought the Bulldogs were, I wouldn't say brave, Ray, but they kept coming, mm. and I'll give them credit for that. But... Uh, just got no rhythm and attack the dogs. They're struggling. And is it a confidence thing? Certain, or what is it? Yeah, well, probably yeah. is when you've been running last mm. few years. It's hard, isn't it? But, gee, Penrith are getting impressive, right? It's just that wonderful next man up mentality that Ivan mm. Cleary's instilled into that club. And it's a very hard ethos to bring into a club yeah. that you've got blokes like you know, um, uh, the young kid up there, Falls. Kurt Falls. Kurt great, Falls. Yeah. You know, yeah. Guys like him come in and just so do the poised. job. What, he was so poised. And then other blokes come in and do the job. Then they go back in. Sean O'Sullivan's another one. Mm. And as I said, that next man up mentality, the Roosters have it, the Panthers have it, yeah. but a lot of clubs just don't have the depth to have it. But full credit to the Panthers, six players missing. Mm. That's half your side out of an NRL game. Including your two and chief you, playmakers. And yeah. you still win. Well, your three chief playmakers. Right? Yo, Cleary and, and Lua. It's extraordinary it's time for Penrith at the moment, Ray. They are mm. in a golden era up there at the mountains and no doubt the fans are enjoying it, so they should. Yeah. Arpi Coruscant was brilliant. Yep. He took control of the game. Um, Fisher-Harris, is, he's the best prop in the game at the moment, isn't he? He is absolutely outstanding. Um, Sorensen never gets any raps. or doesn't get as many as he probably should because he does his role for for the Panthers each and every week. And what about Dylan Edwards? How good is he? You know what? If James Tedesco is unavailable, Ray, hypothetically, and no for origin, Mitch, and, no and, and Tommy's out, mm. I think Dylan Edwards would be the New South Wales fullback. You'd have to pick him. I think if you, numbers. A, oh. if you had a pecking order right now, obviously Tedesco, Trebojevic would be one and two. Mm. Gee, I'd, I'd be hard-pressed to think of a number three that isn't Dylan Edwards. Gee, he's playing well. Um Manly last night, Jake Trebojevic was the skipper and they did a number on the Warriors who are disappointed. I think I heard the stat, it's been 58 weeks since they had a home game back in New Zealand. So you cut them some slack, but there were some aspects of that first half, particularly when you think, gee, that wasn't first grade standard from the Warriors. No, it certainly wasn't, right? It was appalling at, mm. at times. I thought Homoli Olakalatu, the manly back rower, was... Number 11? Exceptional. Wow. Again. He yeah. is just a powerhouse. We've mentioned him on this show before, and mm. about four months ago, Ray, I said he may be a bolter for origin. He missed out, uh, but I think he will be there in the next year or two. Absolutely no doubt. But when the Warriors are bad, Ray, they're terrible. Mm. And they were off the pace that far in that first half. It was almost embarrassing. 24-0 at halftime. They'd missed 29 tackles. And Nathan Brown must wonder where to... Where do I go from here? Mm. He's tried everything. But for Manly, look, they'd lost three in a row. It was a good hit back without Cherry Evans. They needed the win. They got it. And Ruben Garrick, 24 points individually. Yeah. So 
Well done to Manly. They needed the win. They got it. But for the Warriors, I just don't know where to go for the Warriors. Yeah. I, I, I sit on here every, every week, Ray, next to you and ask, you know, what do the Warriors do? They've tried everything. Mm. and mm. They should be this NRL powerhouse. They've got this country to themselves, a country that loves football. They just can't seem to get it right. Get a few home games pretty soon. It would help. No doubt, Ray. Right. And, and <laughs> yeah. of course... Yes, it's an excuse, but how long do you use the yeah, excuse? Yeah, understand. For? You've still got to go out to the football field, Ray, mentally ready to play, yeah. tuned in, fit, focused, and ready, and they didn't do that again last night. Really good point. I'll tell you one man I was happy for Morgan Harper. Like, he's copped a lot since that Cronulla game. Defensively, he was fantastic, particularly in the second half last night. No, he missed one tackle on Young Walsh, but apart from that, he did, he did some great things and set up a Reuben Garrick try. He had a really good game yesterday. Yeah, he did play well. He's a good player. Mm. I think that game against Cronulla when Sipha Talakai destroyed mm. him <laughs> and he got hooked, I think, at half time. It's very hard to come back from those, right? That mm. knocks you around mm. emotionally and confidence-wise. And it takes a strong man... To come back, he's done that, no doubt, through the help of Des Hasler. Yep. Uh, you know, caressing him through those tough times. But, yeah, good luck to Morgan Harper. He's, he's a good football player, Ray, and I'm glad he had some success last night. Massive game today. That only other game to complete, well, not to complete round 13, but this weekend is the uh, Roosters versus Raiders game. And just quickly, Dino, important for both clubs for so many reasons. Yeah, absolutely, Ray. I think it'll be a really handy game down there today. I, I think the Roosters will win. Um, but, obviously, you know, they've got a player or two out through origin. I, I, I'm getting to warm to the Raiders though, Ray. I think the last mm, couple of weeks, okay. mm. you know, I just think they're a side on the rise and I'm not suggesting they can win the competition, but I'm thinking that they could be a team if they can sneak in, they're one of those yeah. pesky teams that could do a bit of damage in the final and one of those sides you wouldn't want to play if you make the finals. Exactly. We mentioned the AFL. We've got a split round this this um, week and weekend and next weekend, and I don't know why they're doing that, but it is what it is. Um, score checks there. Bulldogs, 70, were beaten by Geelong, 83 on Friday night. Yesterday, Adelaide, 88, defeated West Coast, 57. The Gold Coast, 109 against a hapless North Melbourne, 47. And this was huge, Dino. The Sydney Swans without... Buddy Franklin, 73, defeated Melbourne, the defending premiers, 61 at the G in a compelling game. I watched most of the last quarter after the Manly Warriors game finished. It was a great contest and a terrific win by the Swannies. Surely, Ray, that would elevate them into premiership contenders oh. if they weren't already. Mm. And that's back-to-back -back losses, I think, for the Demons. Yeah, they, they'd won 17 games in a row and they've, and they've been beaten twice. And I guess that's what happens when you're the... The Premier's the tall poppies. Every team is up for you, aren't they? And the Swannies, even without Buddy, were able to get the job done. Two games to complete this weekend's AFL matches. On today, Hawthorne, Hawthorne versus Collingwood at 2.10. And then this is a blockbuster, Dino. Fremantle versus Brisbane over in Perth at 5.20pm. Dino, the cricket is on. Good to see some Test Match cricket live out of Lords over the weekend. Interesting game, isn't it, between New Zealand and England. Um, New Zealand batted first. 17 wickets fell on day one. New Zealand were rolled for 132. They fought back and rolled England for 141 in their first innings. New Zealand then got 285. Mitchell got 100 by memory. Uh, setting England a target of 277. It stumps on day three. The English are five for 216. Root is 77, not out. The state's got a half century. They've put England in a 
potentially winning position. Uh, what's that to go? Um, 50, 63, 61 runs, 62 runs to win. Get it right. Um, with Root on 77, not out five wickets in hand. But the ball's doing a bit there, Dino. Yeah, I watched the first day, yeah. Ray, well, highlights of the first day. He was doing a bit, but it wasn't hooping around to the point where you'd think you'd lose 17 wickets in a day. Like, yeah, good point, yeah. When you lose that kind of, uh, well, that many wickets, you're sort of thinking, gee, it must be swinging square almost. But it, it wasn't. But you know what, Ray? 61 runs, England's tail is fragile. Mm. If the get Kiwis root. can get root early, mm. it's game on still. And I did notice that England were about none for 50 on that first innings, Ray. Yeah. All out for 140. So they can collapse, collapse the as we yeah. know. Um, golf, plenty of golf news happening in America. U.S. Women's Open is currently on at Pine Needles at North Carolina. And Australia's Minji Lee going on the 16th, or just completed the 16th of the third round. She's 13 under and leads by three shots over the American Mina Harrogate. She's been at, at the top of the leaderboard basically since the start of round two. So she's in a terrific position there in the U.S. Women's Open, a three-shot leader with two to play to complete round two. Um, at the Memorial Tournament um, in Ohio, Cameron Smith, he had a bit of a, a stuttering start this morning. Didn't he? he bogeyed the first two holes, came back to the field a little. Um, he's through 16 as well. He's currently eight under. He's equal second. He's he's um, one shot over for the day. Billy Horshaw, though, has jumped to a five-shot lead uh, he's three under for the day. He has completed his round. He shot a 65, sorry. So he has bounded to a um, five-shot lead at 13 under over Aaron Wise and Australia's very own Cameron Smith is equal second at eight under. Minji Lee in a good position there, Dino? She certainly is. She's just teed off on 17 in the third round race. So hopefully she can get in the clubhouse safely at 13 under. Cameron Smith... Just enough time to finish his rounds, Ray. Mm. Sit back for a day or two, chill out, watch, yeah. and then watch his beloved watch State of Origin. Origin. Yeah. Oh, that, that might pump him it. up for a, a final round charge too. He loves it. Speaking of which, how many Origins have you covered, my friend? Oh, gee, Ray. Oh, I've covered every every Origin since 1996. And I started in 1990, where I would have only been covering the Sydney games as a junior. So 96, what's that, 26 years times three... About nearly 85, 90 games, I reckon, Ray. So what do you do to get yourself pumped up? Oh, for listen to game? music, Ray. Okay, here We're we talking about our talk topic. That's it. You got me a bit <laughs> unawares there. So tell us what it is. It is. It what is. songs you use to pump yourself up for a big one like Any an song of any era. So Cameron Smith could... You reckon Cameron Smith could be listening to us? I'm sure he is on the app. <laughs> He might so be saying... Any song from any era that pumps you song he might use to pump up. Yeah, but what, what do you do? On the way to the ground... You know, you've got a big night ahead of you. You've got auditioned deadlines to meet. If I want to get pumped up, mm -hmm. I go to one band. And it is? It's got four letters. And their most famous song in my eyes goes a bit like this. No, that's not yours. That's not mine. We want to stolen Tanya's Thunder bit there. That's mine. No, <laughs> hang on, Amish. I think we better call, you better say exactly which song it is. Then ACDC. Long way to the top. That. Uh, 
Oh, bit, bit of air Scott. guitar happening there, Dino. Bit of Bond Scott. Oh. How could you not love Bond? So if you're going to the game, right? Yeah. Driving in in your luxury car, mm. more the work you car. do here in <laughs> Sky Radio. I've got a few songs I could go to. What do you go do first? In excess. Listen like these. In excess. Love in excess. Love it, yeah. Love in excess. You know, these studios we sit in right now at French's Forest, mm-hmm. they're from around here. Yeah, that boy. They not went to Forest High, which is about a nine-iron away. Do you know them at all? No. Is that your age? No. Uh, they went to Davidson High. Okay. And I think for a year when Davidson High was being built, they went to Kalani Heights High, which is my old school. Did you ever see him? Live? No. Didn't you ever see him in, a, in the pub scenes? And I don't think I did. 80s. I was a big Midnight Oil fan. I loved okay. the oils. But I think by the time I sort of grew around that age, they gone overseas. Before they got too big, you can go and see them in a pub in Sydney. Yeah, and absolutely. Just the old days. fantastic. Yeah. So, um, we've got one more each? You can go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How about <laughs> I turn to the boss, the great Bruce Springsteen. Here we go, Ray. There you go. Right through mansions of glory in suicide machines. I think, I think Steve's going to use that. pages <laughs> out on Highway 9. Steve's going to use that Fuel as a... injected and stepping out over the line. Dino's singing. How about that? Go the Steve. <laughs> this That'd get you in the mood, wouldn't it? It's a death trap. It's a suicide trap. <laughs> we got to get out while we're young. Right. Because tramps like us. Baby, we were born to run. Go the blues. You reckon that might go to an ad? Why not? Producer Steve might like that. Well, we, we better take a quick break. We'll go to a, a quick break with this song because massive fight on later on this afternoon. Our man George Cambosis taking on Devin Haney. I wonder if you listen to Pat Benatar on the way to the fight. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stomping, get it started, get it started. Racing HQ, Monday, Hunter's Postmortem, On the Pace, and Monday's Experts, Tuesday, Richard Callender, and Going Greyhounds, Wednesday, Matt Jones, Nathan Exelby, and the Sydney Metro Preview, Thursday, Chris Roots, and Jock Logley. Friday, the Hunter's Panel, Finding Winners, the Super Duper Mega Quiz, plus Helping Hand, every morning. Start your race day with Dave Stanley and Racing HQ, for everything that's good about racing. With Weanlings by Leading Sires, I Am Invincible and Written Tycoon, plus the only Schnitzel Weanling Colt to be offered at public auction this year, the Great Southern Sale is not to be missed. Sale at Oakland's on June 9 and 10. Catalogue available at inglis.com.au.
Here's some news about the Bingley End of Financial Year sale. Nothing's changing. There'll still be huge deals store-wide. So if you need a new heater for winter... A new big-screen TV for the footy... A new oven or cooktop... Or a new computer for your home office, you'll never see prices like these again. Because something's always stayed the same. And, Mum, I'll be there every day bright and early. Well, some things will be different. The End of Financial Year sale at Bingley. Australian family owned for 65 years. The very best of US racing seven days a week. Got runners on top of the world! He wins the Breeders' Cup Classic! Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. G'day, it's Sean Garlick here from Garlow's Pies. People often ask me, how did a footballer go from sticking his head into a scrum to making pies? Well, it goes back to when we were just so sick of getting pies that all it was was pastry and no meat. So I teamed up with my brother Nathan and we created a pie which is deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin and filling which is just bursting with flavour. You can find us in Coles and Woolworths but only in the chilled meals section. If you can't see us, grab the manager and say, where are the Garlow's Pies? Because at Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. You know what? Yeah? That's so you. You reckon? It's just so you. Why is that? I don't know. It's just got you written all over it. I've got another one here to come up. It's an ACDC song. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, later on or now? We'll come later on. That's our talk topic for today. (laughs) Songs that pump you up for Origin. Oh, bring it on. If you're watching Cameron Smith trying to win a memorial tomorrow morning or even Minji Lee who's got a three-shot lead in the US Women's Open or whatever sport you're watching, the song that really pumps you up and gets you into the mood. We've heard from Dino. He doesn't mind. It's a long way to the top from ACDC or Born to Run by Bruce Springsteen. But let us know what your thoughts are on the open line 133353. SMS 0419 767272. Dino, racing at Rose Hill yesterday. The track got to back, back to a soft six at one stage. Finally. Finally, not a heavy track for a long, long time. And Chris Wallerey. I read your story. Really interesting story, isn't it? Smashed the national record for stable earnings in a season. Yeah, yeah. When Irish sequel claimed the Winter Cup. It's phenomenal. Extraordinary. I, I know we live in an era at the moment of inflated prize money. We've got some massive prize money races, particularly in New South Wales. And indeed, our minimum prize money goes to 150000 per Saturday race from July 1. So it is that era now when prize money records, I guess, are made to be broken. But get your head around a stable in less than 12 months already earning just a, over $45 million in prize wow. money. That's what Chris Waller Stable has managed so far in 2021-22. Broke the record he set in 2019-2020 season, which was $44.5 million. We've still got just under two months to go. Big races in the Brisbane Winter Carnival still to come, including the Stradbroke. He'll crash through 50. He could break 50 minutes. Get your head around that figure. And, of course, he's got Royal Ascot coming up with um, Major Strip on day one in the King Stand Stakes and Home Affairs on the final day in the Platinum Jubilee Stakes. Kim Ward trained a double yesterday. Big day for Kim. We'll have on the show a little later. Uh, French Bonnet, the Grey Mare, she's won again. She won a midway earlier this 
Autumn. She gets through these heavy track conditions, but I think even the soft track conditions, French Bonnet enjoyed it yesterday. And I thought the win of King's Air was uh, Kim's other winner was very impressive in the last. We'll ask her about King's Air. Uh, he's a, a, a seasoned horse. He's been relatively exposed, but still lightly raced. Just joined the Kim War stable. Wins on debut for her. So uh, she's a lot of upside with that horse. Mm. And there was a Winx influence at Rose Hill. You were telling me off air. Yeah. Uh, Fascinating. Well, it, it just struck me when Aussie Penko won that um, the two-year-old, we'll go to his replay shortly, Chris Waller often... Uh, wins late season two-year-old races and it got me thinking Winks won her first race at a first start um, in June and I thought when did she win so I just called it up and by pure fluke it was June um, 4 the exact same day Ozzy Penko made his debut yesterday Winks won her very first start eight years ago and just to tie that in it was also the Queensland Oaks meeting at Eagle Farm in 2015 Winks won the Queensland Oaks. That was the first of her world record 2000, uh, uh, 25 um, Group 1 wins. So that was the first of them in 2015 when she won the Queensland Oaks. And just to complete the extraordinary coincidence, Niffler, who is raced by Debbie Capitas, a part owner of Winks, was one of the more impressive winners on the day at Rose Hill. So all these little things all fell into place. Well, the stars they? aligned. You mm. spoke of the Queensland Oaks, Ray. Uh, Gypsy Goddess saluted. Very impressive for David Van Dyke and, and uh, a great training effort by him to keep that filly up so long. Remember, she raced in the Australian Oaks at Randwick during the autumn back in April. So we better dive into our race replays. We've mentioned Aussie Penko. He got the Chris Waller stable off to a flyer at Rose Hill in the opener. Baroque Road in front from Madame Pomery. Now he starts to wind up Baroque Road. Two lengths clear from Madame Pomery. They're followed then by Silencer. Back rower gets going on the outside. And further back to Isapenko. It's Baroque Road just in front from Madame Pomery, who really throws down the challenge now. Could be a roughie here. Osipenko is going through the middle. And Osipenko takes the lead from the two favourites. Back row making ground. High Blue Sea making ground. But it's a big win to Osipenko on debut. Beat either Madame Pomery or Back Rower. Followed in by... Yeah, very impressive. Ossie Penko by Piero from the Coolmore um, Stud Stallion. And he looked an impressive horse beating Madame Pomery. On to race for the midway. One of Kim War's two winners yesterday, the Grey Mare. French bonnet. Coming off heels is Harvey's way from Highly Desired and Oakfield Prince and the White Cap down the outside. French bonnet off the fence, moved up to Oakfield Twilight, but Harvey's way's letting down now. Four off the fence. Harvey's way and French bonnet fighting it out. And French bonnet's brave the inside, lifting from Harvey's way and French bonnet. Too good. Beat Harvey's way and Oakfield Prince running third. A gap back to Bentley Magic. Yeah, and a good ride by Dylan Gibbons. His three kilo claim, Dino, is going to come in. Um, to be such an advantage in coming weeks over the winter months, and uh, he is a gun rider. On to the feature at uh, Rose Hill yesterday, the Winter Cup. An historic moment for the Chris Wallace Stable, a new national record for uh, prize money won during a season when Irish sequel ran down stable mate um, Bonnie Ezra in the Winter Cup. It's Military Mission in front from Bonnie Ezra the outside. Alakahan not getting much room. Military Mission just in front of Bonnie Ezra. Two lengths away to Ari Sequel. It's Military Mission. Bonnie Ezra. Alakahan is squeezing through the middle. It's Bonnie Ezra ahead in front. Ari Sequel lengthening Alakahan the inside. Ari Sequel swamps them wide out and Ari Sequel got up to win it from either Bonnie Ezra or Alakahan. Favourites missed a place, military mission, running for... He did a good job, Irish sequel, came home strongly 
late to run down Bonnie Ezra. A protest by Ella Khan. Ella Khan's connections against Bonnie Ezra for interference uh, in the straight was dismissed by stewards. On to race six, and I mentioned earlier, Dino, I thought this was the most impressive winner of the day. Her name, Nifla. We might not have Nifla, so we'll, we'll move on quickly, Dino, because on race seven, the very handy surf dancer got the job done, ran terrific sectionals to win race seven. We haven't got that one either. We'll go straight to race eight. I'll get this right one day. Purr in away. Now, this is an important win, Dino, because Chris Lees trained his 150th winner for the season, Purr in away, at her first start, former New Zealand filly, now at the Chris Lees stable. She's got a big future. Rubenocki swings in front by length on Showtime Lady. Purin away being stoked up, running on nicely. And further back to Zetarita. Up the inside is Bitcoin Baby and Robadir. It's Purin away joining Rubenocki in the lead. Clear from Bitcoin Baby. Rubenocki and Purin away. They're slogging it out here. Purin away the outsider. Rubenocki. Purin away. Puts the head in front. Lands good bets to win. Purin away the New Zealand import. Ran down Rubenocki. And easy far getting up for third. Hey, Dino, um, producer Stephen, producer. Tenured it, go to a lot of trouble getting a, a rundown for me. Read it, yeah. You reckon I'd read it? It might actually help. Poor well, old Hamish. Going smoothly today. Poor old Hamish having heart palpitations. What race are you throwing to? I'll get this one right because Group One racing at Eagle Farm yesterday. We mentioned Gypsy Goddess earlier. She's been up a long time. Gee, she's a good filly. Arbrader has taken over. Here comes Lavilli the outside, and Gypsy Goddess is finishing brilliantly. Gypsy Goddess out wide has dashed up and taken over. Barbrader the inside, and Lavilli between them. In front, Gypsy Goddess. Barbrader the inside. Gypsy Goddess just put the lead from Barbrader. Gypsy Goddess in front, and Gypsy Goddess has won the oath from Barbrader. Third Lavilli, followed by a smirk, Bel Savoir. Gypsy Goddess. What about the bloke in the background there? <laughs> he was getting very wrong. excited, wasn't he? He must have backed the winner and, and good on him. One of the most famous races in world racing was run overnight at Epsom Downs. The English Derby. Uh, the winner, Desert Crown, trained by Sir Michael Stout. Desert Crown, blue jacket, yellow cap, beginning a run, a very handsome run down the outside. Westover is staying on well in a pink cap, then Huyamau, and it's Desert Crown that comes sweeping through to take it up. Oh, and it's all over, surely. Desert Crown has kicked right away. He's sprinted away from them. Huyamau in second, then changing of the guard. Stone Age, West Wind blows, and Westover, and it's Desert Crown by five, six lengths to Huyamau and racing up towards the line. A sixth derby for Sir Michael Stout. Desert Crown wins in sensational style. An easy winner. Tight second Westover running on well. He's a pretty fair horse, you know, massive crowd there at, at Epsom Downs for Desert Crown winning the English Derby. Dino, we're just having some issues with our SMS. So, look, if you'd like to talk to us about anything to do with sport, including our talk topic, which is songs that get you in the mood for, for big sporting uh, matches or events, call us on 13 53 53. And, Dino, we've got plenty of people wanting to have their say on the open line. Chris is there. Chris, good morning. Bulldog and Ray, good morning. How you going, guys? Good, Chris. Terrific, mate. What do you got for us, Chris? Just, just listen to you guys on Yup up here on the sunny coast, mate. Oh, outstanding. Whereabouts you up there, mate? Mate, I'm at Kawana at the moment, buddy, but I live at Karamundi, which is great. Uh, in between um, Richardor and Noosa and Caloundra. Yeah, great, you know, Chris, great last, part of the world. Great part of the world. Last, yeah, uh, you went to uh, uh, Noosa. Mm-hmm. Just a beautiful spot up there. Wow, I hadn't yeah. been there before. 
Well, fantastic, mate, up here. I'm a New South Welshman. I've been here seven years, mate, but there's plenty of them been coming up here the last couple of years, I'll tell you. Well, Chris, the, the winning trainer of the Queensland Oaks yesterday, David Van Dyke, lives in the Sunshine Coast moving up there, probably at the same time you did about seven years ago. And, of course, he trains Gypsy Goddess. And he, whenever I talk to him, he says, how good is it living up, up that part of the world, mate? I'm, I'm, I'm glad we've got the app up here, mate. I wasn't going <laughs> to listen to you guys. Uh, good on you, mate. And you want to talk about Origin, Chris? I certainly do, mate. Yeah. Um, plus, I've been working out the weekend. I didn't watch the Bulldogs game. Do you guys know, did Josh have a car get a run at fullback, mate? Or? No, no, he, he stayed didn't. in the wing. Yeah. No, Jake Averillo uh, played fullback for most of the game. Corey Allen was named there. Fox played in the wing, but he scored two tries. Played well. I think they were yeah. both from yeah. Matt Burton, Burton kicks, kicks from, yeah. from memory. So, look, yeah. he really fired back Fox. And I admire him, uh, Chris, in that... Never once did he sulk. He just said, look, mm. you can take this one of two ways. You can either go into your shell and sook, or you can come out and play good footy. And that's exactly what the Fox did. Yeah, mate. I, mate, I personally think they should be put, putting him at fullback, but he's, he's played with Billy Slater. He wanted to play fullback at the store, mate, but they put Pappenhausen in there. He's great under the high ball, brings the ball back well. He's great talker. Mm. You see him talking on the wing there for um, the Bulldogs. You know what, Chris? They're not, they're not going to make the finals, the Bulldogs. That's clear. Mm. So why not? Throw him back there for a couple back. of games. Well, why not? He's on some, some fair money, actually, Ray. Mm. So you know, maybe this fullback money. So give him a crack. Yeah, well, what do you got no, to lose? Nothing to lose, yeah. Sam's on the line, Dino. Sam, good morning. Morning, boys. How are you? Terrific, mate. You, you want to talk about our talk topic? Yes, our talk topic. Yeah. Uh, my one is uh, Kiss, Rock and Roll All Night. Oh, oh, I love the song. Yeah, love that Sam. song. It's my favourite Kiss love song. It. You got one yeah. little chorus for us, Sam? I want to rock and roll all night. <laughs> and party every day. You know what, day. Sam? My voice is bad. Yours is terrible. <laughs> Mine's, worse. Mine's the worst of all time, Sam, so I will not, I will not put that... Yeah. But no, good on you, Sam. Well, I love that song. Great song. And that, that would pump you up, wouldn't it, Dino? Yeah, a bit of kiss. Gene Simmons. Oh, fantastic. Big tongue coming out. Chris is online, wants to talk about our talk topic as well. Chris, good morning. Oh, you're there, Chris? Hello? I'm not sure if it's... It might be a little baby in the background. Not sure. What I it hope is. it's a baby. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try and get him back on the line. But, um, hey, Dino... Um, bit of kiss a few gremlins this morning, haven't we? Yeah, well, I haven't got off to a good start. I've given poor old panel operator Hamish heart palpitations. So Look, I, having I a break, Hamish. duck out, get a quick coffee. Good call. Okay. Take a few deep breaths. And we'll reset. Come back re-energised. <laughs> Here's a break. Punter's Postmortem with Chris Roots. He's got his group one and well done to Densley Foster and the team there. Ron Duffersey. The strategy's an impossible race. This is going to be one of the hardest races to do form on of, of the year, I think. I don't think he'll run favourite like he is now. Glenn Munsey. Couldn't win the strategy last year with 50 and a half kilos. Got 55 and a half this year. Punter's Postmortem. Monday, 9am, Racing HQ. Here's some news about the Bingley End of Financial Year Sale. Nothing's changing. There'll still be huge deals store-wide. So if you need a new heater for winter... A new big screen TV for the footy... A new oven or cooktop... Or a new computer for your home office, you'll never see prices like these again. Because something's always stayed the same. And Mum, I'll be there every day, bright and early. Well, some things will be different. The End of Financial Year Sale at Bingley. Australian family owned for 65 years. The world's richest staying race, the 7.15, has arrived. 
June 11 at the Gardens. One dog will outstay all others and collect an unheard of half a million dollars. It'll be an historic night and the best place to witness history is in the flesh. Be trackside to feel the energy, excitement and adrenaline on what's sure to be one of the biggest sporting nights the hunter has seen. Entry is just $10 with Australian music icon Shannon Knoll performing trackside. Tickets at thedogs.com.au G'day, Blocker here. Join me and Ciro on the trip of a lifetime of the Rugby League World Cup in the UK and France this November. Catch all the World Cup action, plus enjoy a World War Battlefields tour. That'll be sensational. Stay in Paris, the Champagne District and London. Be there for both semi-finals plus the men's and women's final. Go to gullivers.com.au and secure your place today. Gullivers, the official travel agent for the Rugby League World Cup. Come on, join us. It was the last kick of the game. The full-time whistle has sounded. Scotland's World Cup dreams are over. But it is an unforgettable night for Ukraine. Their players motivated to offer their country some respite, no matter how brief from the horrors of war. And now they are a game away from the World Cup finals. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray. That was the Ukraine 3 defeating Scotland 1 in a um, World Cup qualifier that's been held over some months because of the war in the Ukraine, unfortunately. They defeated Scotland. They play Wales, I think it's tomorrow morning. If they win that, Ukraine, they are into the World Cup. What a fairy tale story. It would be the most oh. incredible sporting story you of the year. You want them to get there, don't you? Oh, who doesn't? Yeah, it's like Euro. I think even the Welsh would... Want them to get there. Oh, absolutely. We'll give them a massive cheer. Um, Dino, just repeating, we're having problems with our SMSs, so if you want to talk about anything to do with sport or indeed talk to us about our talk topic, please call on 135353. We're trying to get that issues with the SMSs resolved. Peter's been waiting patiently on the line. Dino, Peter, good morning. Good morning. How are you, Pete? Uh, not bad, mate. It, um, I'm, a big, I'm a big Richmond fan. Oh, Richmond so, Tigers or...? Hey, Richmond Tigers or? Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Dusty, I love Dusty. He he makes a massive difference. You talk about players who are almost one man teams. He is when he's in the Richmond, it's like months with Melbourne. You know they're going to be hard to beat. Yeah, well, be hard next know, year, Peter, when he comes to best, Sydney. We haven't had the best with injuries. Like we've mm. got three major players there, like Boulder, Lambert, and um. Lynch and uh, I don't care what anybody says. Three major players yeah. of their caliber makes a big difference. Exactly. Did you watch the Swannies last night get out of the top of Melbourne? <laughs> yeah, it reminded me of last week. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, had a massive game. Max Gorn, the the Melbourne captain and their ruckman, he I was he Max. was a one man team that play. I love Max. I'm originally yeah. from Maryborough, Victoria. Okay, yeah. but I live in Caboolture at the moment. Are you so. up, up there too? Oh, good on you, mate. And Peter, you've got a song for us on our talk topic. Well, it could only be one, couldn't it? I was a tiger. Survivor. Yep. And we established last week, Dino, thanks to our good friend Nathan Exelby um, up in Brisbane, that that was from Rocky 3, correct? Correct. Not Rocky 1. If you go to Leichhardt on mm-hmm. a sunny Sunday afternoon yeah. and it's packed and you can smell the hot dogs and the sausages cooking, mm-hmm. the Tigers come out to that song. It is magic. Absolute pure NRL magic. You know what? And this is because I'm a little bit biased, but to me, there is nothing more magic than being at 
Penrith when they're about to run onto the field ah. and ACDC comes on with Hell's Bells. Pumped up at Penrith. That well, gets you really pumped up I when the Panthers run on the footy field. I think it's Angus, but I think you'll find that might be the great Malcolm Young. He passed, didn't he? He did yeah, pass. Yeah. Yeah, he was the rhythm guitarist, the King Malcolm. Yeah, he was great. And I reckon yeah. that's Mal. Yeah, I think you're right. Stockton Seagull is on the line, wants to talk about the talk topic this morning. Good morning, Stockton Seagull. Hello, Ray. How are you, Bulldog? G'day, buddy. Terrific, mate. What do you got for us, Stockton? Can I, can I just settle an argument with a mate at work before we start? Yeah, sure. Fine. Bulldog, you're in no relation to Greg Ritchie, the cricketer, are you? No, no, no. I, I do know Fat Cat quite well. He's an absolute legend He's been on of our bike. show, hasn't he? Yeah. He's been on our show. He's an absolute yeah. champion, Fat Cat. But no, I'm not. I'm not. No, I bet him is a funny bloke. Yeah, he's <laughs> hilarious. Um, yeah, no, can't go past Born to Run. What a song that is. Oh, bring it on again. It's one of yours, Dino, isn't it? It was. How many times have you ever seen him, Dino, in concert? Uh, I saw him at the old entertainment centre in the... Yeah, 80s, 84, yeah. when I was a kid, and then I saw him out at Kudos Bank oh, once or twice. Did you? Okay. Yeah, I think I've seen him three times, uh, Stockton Siegel. Yeah, not enough, mate. Well, that's, good. That's, that's good. That's yeah, good. Yeah, no, he was great. I remember once he was in the, like, literally halfway on the floor down in the crowd. Yeah, he's hard yeah. to beat. And he sort of... He's, uh, 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 Surfs back th- over the people's heads <laughs> onto the stage. He's hard to beat. And this is when he's like concert, in his sixties. Yeah. He's yeah. A, yeah. unbelievable, Bruce. We're in Bruce, but he ended up back on the stage after the crowd surfed. Get someone's mobile phone in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, good on you, Stockton. See, you've right, got well, Dino up dancing again. Have a good day. <laughs> you See too, you, mate. mate. You, you'll be air guitaring all day. The way I know, you're going here. I know. It's, huh? I, and look, when I was asked to give three Ray or two mm-hmm. or three, I could have given ten. Could have given ten. This one's a little bit subdued, but a I know where you're, bit, ca- I know where you you're know coming what? from. But you know what? It's, I know where you're coming from. I say right now, before we play this one, Hamish, be upstanding for the national anthem. Cold chisel. Hand on your heart, please, Ray. Hey, Dino. This is a sports show, right? Black market man. Sports show, right? Yep. Isn't this fun, mate? It's great fun. Oh, I'll... I'll bring a league link in here. Mm-hmm. The bloke who helped write that song, Don Walker, I know quite well. He, he lives around here, doesn't and he? He lives in, oh, all over the place, Don, but over in Sydney's East, I think. Mm-hmm. But he is a fanatical Brisbane Broncos fan. He's a Sydney boy. We will exchange messages, mm. and I'll talk about Chisel. He comes back with footy. Yeah. <laughs> I go back with Chisel. He comes. <laughs> I don't want to talk about footy. He doesn't want to talk <laughs> exactly. about cold Chisel. But, but he knows everything about the game. He's, he's an encyclopedia, Don Walker, but comes to that's, rugby league. That's when I see Mark Walt at the races. Like yesterday he was here with Kim. I want to go and talk to him about the Lord's Test, and I think the poor guys at the races, the last thing he wants to do is have some idiot talk to him about <laughs> some cricket match having overseas. So I, I have to try and refrain myself. But anyway, but um, we'll talk to Kim Wall a little bit later about her winning double yesterday. But important part of the show, we'll get this show back on track, and we need the scratchings. Tanya's in studio. Tan, good morning. Actually, I feel like a bit of a party pooper. <laughs> well, bring what, in the, bring the show down. You what's must your, have what, what's one your song? song? Uh, anything Queen, absolutely. Ah, anything. Freddie. 
that not get you pumped yeah, up? Yeah. I, I love that. I wasn't much into Queen till I hit 10 and yeah, they're fantastic, aren't they? Went, yeah. Went well, to my see with Adam Lambert. How good was that uh, concert? That was just before the pandemic. COVID, or, yeah. yeah, just before COVID. But uh, my, yeah, my, but the thing, my 19-year-old son, you know, massive Queen fan. No, is it and he got me into that particular song it's like a couple you. of years ago. every word to every song just about. So. Nevertheless, yeah. I digress. Let's look at the scratchings. We're racing today at Musselbrook in New South Wales. No casino. And for Radio Tab listeners, uh, note there's no border town either today. But we do have Sunshine Coast in Queensland. So let's go to Musselbrook where the weather is fine. The track a heavy nine. The rail is true and there are 29 scratchings. Race one, take out number 12, My Stella Star, number 12. Race two, number one, Apple Cubed. Eight, Island Tide. Nine, Kisaki. Emergencies, 15 and 17. One, eight, nine, 15 and 17. Race three, number four, Lady Patricia and eight, Show Me Your Love, four and eight. Race four, number two, Absolute Legend, three, Divine OK, five, Kikoku, eight, Euphrates Dream and ten, Diamonds Galore, two, three, five, eight and ten. To race five, take out one, Endless River, six, Crowned Empress and nine, Deep Star, one, six and nine. Race six, number six, First Mover, seven, Arrail, 10, Keen Idea, and 13, Sensationable, 6, 7, 10, and 13. And from race 7, number 1, Hit the Target, 4, Straub, 6, Rich and Shameless, 8, Benita Aurelia, 11, Cease Fire, and the Emergencies, 15 and 16. 1, 4, 6, 8, 11, 15 and 16 from race 7 at Musselbrook. To the Sunshine Coast, the weather is fine. The track is a soft seven. The rail is out five metres from the 800 to the 400 through the remainder. And there are just ten scratchings. From race one, take out number five, State of Fact, number five. Race two, number four, Billionaire Baby. Ten, Hoot and Holler. And twelve, Talk Espanana. Four, ten and twelve. From the third, number five, Nioto. Number five. From the fourth, number two, Spiral Architect. 4, CIC, and 11, Home of Goolagong, 2, 4, and 11. Race 5, take out 1, Oriental Princess, number 1. And there are only six races there today. Out of race 6, take number 6, Neoto, number 6, from race 6 at the Sunshine Coast. Short and sweet, Tan. Indeed. Yeah. Um, to tips today before we get to the news. Um, at Musselbrook, race 1, number 9, Joy Zell. Into race 5, number 5, 2, you got. It's Aberdeen Cup Day at Musselbrook, Dino. That's the last race. Race seven, I think number f- number 14, big surprise, is worth an each-way ticket. Here's the 8 o'clock news. Hello, I'm Sarah Warmby. A who's who of music royalty has stepped out on a stage outside Buckingham Palace to celebrate Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee. The festivities kicked off with rock legends Queen. Guitarist Brian May has told Sky News the atmosphere is electric. We're all happy we're still here. We're happy the Queen's still here. We're personally happy that we're still here to do this thing, which is incredible. What an honour. Amazing. The Queen herself is not among the audience, but more than 30 members of the royal family are there. 
Melbourne landmarks will be lit up purple this evening to mark the Platinum Jubilee. Alex Riddell reports. In recent days, dozens of iconic buildings and monuments around Australia have been illuminated in royal purple for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations. Today, it's Melbourne's turn. The Melbourne Cricket Ground will be glowing royal purple along with the Shrine, Flinders Street Station, Balti Bridge, CityLink Sound Tube, Museums and the Old Treasury Building. Meanwhile, the regional Victorian community of Lock is also getting involved with a church service followed by a shared lunch and judging of the Jubilee Pudding Competition. To other news, the New South Wales government is chasing nearly $60 million in unpaid hotel quarantine bills. The state took a large proportion of entries to Australia after other states closed their border to international arrivals. Individuals had to pay $3,000 for the two weeks quarantine after a change by then-Premier Gladys Berejiklian. A teacher shortage across the country is only getting worse as many opt to leave the profession. Sean Bindley has more. Once popular subject choices, PE, English and primary education are amongst those experiencing declines. A Monash University study has found less than half of teachers are willing to stay in the profession. Dr Fiona Longmuir says increased workloads are leading to burnout. Schools and teachers communities are you know really exhausted I guess after a few difficult years and trying to do their best to provide really you know connected and safe and um, educative spaces for students. Sean Bindley, NUS. Wild weather is on the way for parts of the country with severe weather warnings in place for large parts of New South Wales, Victoria, South Australia and Tasmania. The warnings are for strong winds through the day in alpine areas. Forecaster G1 Park says we could see gusts of up to 125 kilometres an hour. There will be a series of fronts crossing the southern states, not just during the weekend but through the early part of the next week, at least Tuesday. Also in news, the Australian premiere of the Elvis movie was held on the Gold Coast last night and as many as 50,000 spectators, some 20,000 from interstate, will fill Marvel Stadium today for one of the biggest boxing events ever hosted in Australia. Sydney-based George Cambos is putting the WBA, IBF and WBO lightweight world titles on the line against American Devon Haney with the winner to become the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. This is Air News. The Sea Eagles have broken a three-match losing streak, thumping the Warriors 44 points to 12 in the NRL. Ruben Garrick starred for Manly, crossing the line twice, notching six conversions and two penalties. He says the Warriors did put up a fight in the second half. We're in the trenches and, um, yeah, I guess... Fought our way out of it with a couple sort of against the grain tries and um, yeah, look, it was a yeah a good, good performance. First time we've really put 80 minutes together, which we've struggled to do this year. So. Um, yeah, proud of the boys. In AFL, North Melbourne has suffered another defeat. It's eighth in a row after the Gold Coast Suns demolished the Kangaroos by 62 points. North Melbourne's losses have all been by at least 47 points, with coach David Noble frustrated. I thought there was a bit of lack of discipline around our stoppages and in defence, you know, just giving the, ops and, uh, the opposition first look at the ball. And then the last quarter, we, you know, we just couldn't mount a charge at all. Full-time, the Gold Coast 15-19-109 to North Melbourne 7 5 
47. In the other games, wins to the Swans and Crows. Aussie surfer Jack Robinson has won the men's G-Land Surf Pro in Indonesia and England has brought itself back into contention in the first of three friendly test cricket matches against New Zealand. England needs 61 runs to win. Australian Independent Radio News. For all the best in racing and all the latest in sport, this is Sky Sports Radio. Coming to you via 96.9 FM Kuma, 97.1 FM Junee, 87.6 FM Tumut and 88 FM Yamba. Now this is value. Keen racing fans, you can now purchase a general admission winter season pass for all race days held at Royal Ramwick and Rosehill Gardens from Saturday 28th of May until Saturday 10th of September. The best part, it's only $79. This includes entry to key group race day such as Wink Stakes Day, Chelmsford Stakes Day and Run to the Rose Day. Race away those winter blues and book your winter season pass now at theracers.com.au. Here's some news about the Bingley End of Financial Year sale. Nothing's changing. There'll still be huge deals store-wide. So if you need a new heater for winter... A new big screen TV for the footy... A new oven or cooktop... Or a new computer for your home office... You'll never see prices like these again. Because something's always stayed the same. And Mum, I'll be there every day bright and early. Well, some things will be different. The End of Financial Year sale at Bingley. Australian family owned for 65 years. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. Get caught speeding this June long weekend and you'll face double the points. With double demerits in force from Friday the 10th till Monday the 13th of June, you can stop it or cop it. In Bondi Junction, Cycleway works on Oxford Street going both ways between Adelaide Street and Bronte Road. That's closing the bus lane westbound this morning. Granville, Parramatta Light Rail works on Woodville Road northbound between Wolver Street and Parramatta Road. One lane closed there. And in Haymarket, there's roadworks on George Street northbound between Key Street and Ultramo Road. Two of three lanes closed there. Need new flooring, blinds or rugs? Earn triple Qantas points at Carper Court. That's three points per dollar on all purchases. Triple Qantas points on now at Carper Court. T's and C's apply. I'm Thomas Reeve, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. On the big sports breakfast, interstate weather. And we'll start with Sydney. Partly cloudy Sunday, heading for a top of 19 degrees. Cool and, or actually it's cold and showery in Melbourne. Just 13 degrees today for Melbourne. Much better up in Brisbane. Possible late shower though, top of 21 degrees. Over in Perth, partly cloudy and 18. Adelaide, there's showers about. Possible heavy falls as well. Only 13 degrees in Adelaide. It's the same in Hobart. Cold, 13. Shower or two. Darwin, that's where the place to be, Dino. Top of 31 degrees. Possible shower up in Darwin. And in the nation's capital, Canberra waking up to oh, 8 degrees, bit mild. Dino heading for a top of 12 with showers and a windy Sunday. Bends it out the back to O'Sullivan. Kick out! There's no stopping the flying mop from there. Match points for her second Roland Garros title. She's not just dominated the tour, she's now dominating the majors. Just an hour and eight minutes. Hello, getting a ball away. A kick for the hammer. He'll get there, put it down, and will score a try. Hammersides, Hammerlife, Fido is in again. Big moment coming up in the game. Free kick, Pavley. He's the man for the moment. What a night for the Sydney Swans. We've got a big moment. It's Jason Sard. Goes the legs of the field. Mary into the 40. 
Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray. Big second hour coming up. Peter Peters will join us very shortly. Kim Wall will come on the show to talk about her two winners yesterday. It'll be League Super Quiz time a little bit later in this hour. And as I've mentioned earlier, we've got a few issues with our SMS. We can't get any SMSs this morning. So, Dino, that, that's got me worried because I can't remember the score in League Super Quiz. Yeah, I know. We might have to get Wayne to see if he'll call in. in. be nice to hear his voice. It's his mystical figure. It was 10-6. I can't remember one last week. Neither can I. I'm hoping it was me. But, Wayne, if you're listening and you can't text, maybe get us through Facebook, direct message, or call call in so we can have a chat, Wayne. Yeah, because SMSs aren't working, but call us on 13-53-53. Also this hour, Jared Daffy will join us with all today's latest odds on the tab, including the big fight between George Cambosis and Devin Haney in Melbourne. Um, also, Phil Moss will join us to wrap up the world of football. Our talk topic today is songs that get you in the mood for major sporting events. And Dino, I like one when Australia are playing. It gets me a bit choked up. It's called Waltzing Waltzing Matilda, Waltzing Matilda, you'll come Waltzing Matilda with me. And he sang as he stowed that jumbuck in his tucker bag. So Australian, you're, you're tearing up, man. No, I'm not tearing up. Yes, you are. <laughs> John Williamson used to sing that before the Wallabies oh, test, great. didn't he? Yeah. Whole crowd would join in. Yeah, and when it's sung before grand finals, and that it's great. And, um, anyway, but it is, it is what it is. Dino, look, um, before we go to Zorb, and it's remiss me not to ask you to mention this earlier. Um, really sad news over the weekend. Um, the first Dally M winner ever, Robert Rocky Laurie, sadly passed away. Dino. Yeah, it was a certainly a very sad day for Rugby League. Uh, he died suddenly over the weekend, Ray. Uh, when I was a kid, I was a mad Roosters fan, and mm. Rocky was one of my heroes as a kid. With he and Horry in the house. Horry and, mm. and, and Royce Aliff and, and Crusher Cleal. And, uh, Rocky Laurie played 122 first-grade games between South and Easts. I think he played for City first and also a country first. You're right, Ray. He won the very first Dallium in 1980. Uh, Steve Morris was retrospectively handed the 79 Dallium, mm. which put Rocky second, but at that time it was the very first Dallium play. He was creative, Ray. Uh, he was a great running 5'8", and uh, all the people that I speak to, and I spoke to a couple of people yesterday about it, said that uh, he was a wonderful bloke, just mm. a really good fella, loved a, a game of tennis and loved a good laugh. So, yeah, rugby league community is in mourning, and certainly the game itself is a lot for the loss of the great Robert Rocky Laurie. Yeah, well said, Dino. Now, our thoughts and, and condolences go to Robert's family. Um, plenty, though, to talk about. It's Origin Week. The big game is Wednesday night. I reckon this man will be pumped up huge for it, wouldn't he? The King? Zorb. You know what? I reckon he'll have the... He'll what'll sit be, there. What'll be his go-to No, he'll song. sit there. Mm-hmm. His lovely wife, Kaz, will be there, and mm-hmm. he'll sort of say, Kaz, like, Kaz, I can't have the game, this. Won't he? No, he won't be there. Okay, all right. And he'll, he'll have his chips there, and he'll probably have his... His chicken wings and he's probably have his chips and What's his he'll cup? have a bevy of food around him. Mm-hmm. He'll have his feet up. A cup of beers as well. He'll have his little manly seagulls pajamas on. <laughs> and he'll sit there and, and he'll criticise and he'll say, oh, that should have happened. They should have picked this. I bet you I'm spot on. Well, Let's ask him. He's on the line. Peter Peters, good morning. Good morning, Bulldog. Good morning, um, Raymond. How are you, boys? Terrific, so am I mate. right? Would you have all your chicken wings and everything ready for origin and you'll sit there and yell at the TV and... 
<laughs> and get poor Kaz to Kaz, I've run out of this or I've run out of that. <laughs> Am I right? Sort of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Zorb, we'll get straight to it. I asked Dino earlier, um, what did you make of the selections of both sides and, and how do you see Wednesday night, Zorb? Well, I think the most important thing is the jury's out for me on Brad Fittler as a head coach. Um, I, he's heading into his fifth Origin Series as New South Wales coach and he's recorded seven wins from 12 games. And is he the real deal as a coach? He's won three of the last four series. Yeah, I, I'm well aware of that. I've done my homework. And I know you're going to put the pads on and defend him. I'm not defending him. I'm just statistically saying that he has won three or four. Defender. But you've asked me a question, and I'm going to answer it. And there's a lot of people out there I know that agree with me. That's a big question hovering over Fitler. Going into Wednesday's 2022 Origin opener against Queensland. Now, Fittler's disastrous three-year NRL coaching stint with the Roosters sits shakily on his shoulders. In 58 games, he returned 25 wins and 32 losses for a 43% record and had to be sacked. His stunning non-selection of trusted and loyal Origin performers for the Blues in Jake Trebojevic and Josh Adokar, has seen Fittler's judgment rightly questioned this week. Queensland are raising the loyalty issue and or lack thereof by the New South Wales Blues boss. Fittler is up against a cool, calculated rookie coach in Billy Slater. Queensland players will spill blood for their all-time greatest origin fullback. The pressure is all on Fitler on Wednesday. Some of the selections. Okay, okay. Question. You've had your say. Can we get a bit of common sense into this? <laughs> Firstly, the Roosters. It didn't go well. It was 2007 to 2009. It was 13 years ago. And can we have this conversation? If in between until he come back to New South Wales. Can we just let him have a chance for his side to win before we start criticising him? No, I'm criticising on the... The fact that he's made terrible errors in his selection. How is Tarek Sims in the New South Wales number 12 ahead of Penrith's tearaway Liam Martin? Martin has been in superb form for the Panthers. Sims has been just okay for the Dragons. And Jack Whiten's selection ahead of Stephen Crichton is also hard to believe, as is the selection in the Blues squad of New South Wales prop. Jacob, say a please. But, Zorba... Week after week, the Newcastle back. You're contradicting yourself. You're saying we didn't show loyalty in terms of Ado Car, but we are showing it in terms of Tarek Sims. You can't have it both ways. Well, hang on a sec. Why would you show show loyalty to a player that's out of form when you don't say loyalty to a player that is not in bad form in Josh Ado Car? So, are you tipping a Maroons victory Wednesday night? Yeah, I am. Mm. I am. I think. I think New South Wales. I don't think they've got it. I don't think. I don't think we've got the the Origin spirit. I'm. I'm disappointed. I. I don't like what I've seen. I saw Fitler side. But we haven't seen anything. <laughs> I saw Fitler side by side on television with Billy Slater on Channel Nine during the week, and one looked calm and composed. 
and the other one looked edgy, wasn't answering a lot of questions, named three players. He's got pressure on him, Freddie, and I think it'll You've come out. You've lost the plot. Hey, Zorb, Zorb, I won't be here next week, but if the Blues win, you'll come on and give credit where credit's due. Oh, it depends on what happens in the game. <laughs> He'll never give credit where it's due. Depends what happens in the game. I mean, it's hard, man. Let's not, forget, let's not forget, it's not all that long ago that Bulldog had the pads on, the crash helmet, everything else on, defending his good mate Laurie Daly, who was coach of New South Wales. He couldn't see the writing on the wall for Laurie. And, and, and here he is again. Brad Fitzgerald. Now, why don't you come out and say the real reason why you're defending? I'm not defending him. I'm merely you saying are. he's won three out of four and we haven't had a game what's yet. The re- what's the real reason? It's a bit all. harsh to be criticising him. I tell, I call a spade a spade. And you're entitled to. Yeah. I'm just saying, that. Can we, if we lose the series, then mm. unleash Zorboski and <laughs> do your best. But He's unleashed this morning. We haven't even had a game yet and you're ripping <laughs> into them. Okay. Who would you pick? Would you pick on the wing for New South Wales? Would you pick the big Roosters winger in Daniel Tupou? Or would you pick Josh Adokar? Oh, I'd go Adokar, no, no doubt about it. But if you ask 10 people, Zorba... In the second row, would you pick Liam Martin or would you pick Carrick Sims? I'd probably go Liam Martin. There you go. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you ask 10 people... I agree with you, Zorba. No, I'm just saying, if you ask 10 people, they give you 10 different origin sides. Well, hang on, hang on. Zorb and Dino, I'll just interrupt because uh, one of our listeners does want to come on the line and have a contribution to this conversation. Joe was there. Joe, good morning. Good morning, fellas. How are you? What what do you want to say, Joe? Peter Peters is 100% correct, and Bulldog Richie is 100% wrong. And I don't know why he's sticking up for it. They're going to get absolutely walloped. Well, we don't know that, Joe. What are you, some sort of guru that could look into a crystal ball? You know what I'm seeing? It's the same thing that's happening with family. They've got Trista played 5-8 last night. He played like a champion as far as I'm concerned. The proof's in the pudding. A lot of these coaches are making decisions that are wrong. But we don't know whether it's wrong, Joe. We haven't played a game yet. How do we? How can we say it's wrong when we haven't played? Well, oh, good on your bulldog. Let the poor man speak. <laughs> we'll go back to Zorbs. Well, there you go. You've got some fans out there, and it'll be interesting. Well, it sort of sets it sets the tone, doesn't it, Zorb? Right, look, it's 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 interesting out there um, that the public and and Joe was a good example there. I don't think you'll find too many people along along with bulldogs' thoughts on this New South Wales side and how they've been prepared. All this all this crap about taking their shoes off and, and feeling the grass, it's rubbed off, it's gone. It means nothing. Queensland are coming, coming in here for an ambush on Wednesday night. They may not win, but they will give it a heck of a shake. It's going to be a great game. And would you apologise to Freddie on this very <laughs> segment next week if the Blues win well? No, because there's some great players in their side. I'm not saying... I don't, I don't think Whiten should be there. How is Whiten there above Crichton? Yeah, oh, look, I'm surprised. Yeah, I, I, I was a bit perplexed as there to why been, I know you said coming was, off the bench. But, yeah. again, we have to back our coach. Oh. He's won three out of four. Why can't we support him and see how it unfolds? And if he gets it wrong and we lose, Certainly then let the critics lose. Certain players he will stick with 
and players that he should stick with, he didn't. He's, he's sticking with them because they've been good to him. Right through. Uh, Zorb, I'll ask you, I did ask Dino earlier, and Dino said he, he checked it out, wasn't going to happen, but there's a lot of talk about Crichton actually starting the game ahead of Whiten. Well, why wasn't he picked there? I, I don't know. Why play the stupid games? He's not start, starting Stephen Crichton. Well, Jack well, Whiten But you have heard that. Yeah. Yeah. And they're starting. Mm. Like Doris Day could be singing <laughs> Teacher's Pet. For some players in the New South Wales side who are lucky to be there. And Whiten's won. And so is, uh, uh, well, I, I, I still can't believe that Tarrant Sims is in. Liam Martin has been the form second rower by a long way in this competition. Yeah, no, I think and Liam Martin's... And he's a player yeah. built for origin. He's hard done by. You reckon that Zorb's um, go-to song when he's getting pumped up? Doris Day and... <laughs> Doris Day, yes. Zorba wants loyalty yeah. when it suits him. Yeah, put Jack Whiten's head up as you're singing it. <laughs> Jeez. What else have you got for us? What else have I? You're annoying me now. No, yeah, I want to annoy you. I'm glad you didn't come to the football last night. I enjoyed it. Zorba invited me to the football. You, I didn't feel great it, yesterday. It wasn't well yesterday, Zorb. No, did you eat my okay Did you eat my meal? He's okay today. He's got the pads on again. Did you eat my meal? Yeah, I ate both of them. <laughs> hey, Zorb, can I get get this back on track? Back to Friday night and. Um, I listened in um, to the post-match press conferences of both coaches after the Panthers-Bulldogs game, and Ivan Cleary said the Panthers learnt a lot from how to handle Origin from 12 months ago. If you remember, when we went to Origin, they were unbeaten, went to Leichhardt Oval on Friday night with a lot of, all the Origin stars out and were ambushed by the Tigers. It didn't happen this year. They got the job done against the Bulldogs. Well, they did, and um, I mean, they flexed their, their amazing depth in that 30 to 18 win over the Bulldogs, much too good for the Bulldogs, and 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 their class shone through. But what came through to me is who'll be they've got to replace two players who I think are virtually impossible to replace next season, and that's their special case: mm. Kickow and Coruscant. Yeah, they were superb in the win. Mm. Kickow on that left edge was he was lethal. Mm. They just couldn't handle him. And he, he was pumped for a big game. I don't know how they replace him. And as wily as ever, Appy Coruscant at hooker. Brilliant. Um, they don't have a hooker anywhere in his class coming through. Um, they're going to come back to the field a little bit, but they've got so much depth that they can probably overcome it for a year or two. Um, Coruscant's 8 out of 10 every week, and, um, and he's, he's going to be sorely missed. But, gee, those players that they brought in did a wonderful mm. job. And... Um, and that's a football club, and that's the standard that everyone else has got to reach. They are full clear now. They'll be minor premiers, and they'll be premiers. Get on them. I, no one's going to beat them. There's not a side in the comp that will beat them, and I know Para beat them a few weeks back, and good luck to them. They were on on that night, uh, but I can't see that happening again. Zorba, Michael Maguire, the, the, the headlines persist out there at Concord mm. about whether he will retain his job. Do you think he's the only coach under pressure? No, I think I think the lineup for the electric chair for the coaches <laughs> he's got company. Um, Such as? Yeah, well the Warriors, Nathan Brown. Yep. And the Titans, Justin Holbrook. They're suddenly looking very shaky after a really poor first half of the season. Right now, the Warriors are twelfth with four wins uh, from thirteen and the Titans are fifteenth. Three wins from 13 games. I watched the Warriors last night against Manly, and they were awful. Mm. Um, we're all respecting what the Warriors have been through. 
over the last couple of years with COVID and playing away from their home ground in Auckland and never having a home game there. But they aren't an NRL side at, at present, and and they just they just didn't turn up last night. And the Titans, for the talent they have in their side, they're probably next to the Bulldogs the most disappointing side in the competition. And, and I expected big things from Justin Holbrook's side this year, and I've been terribly wrong. Um, there you are, Bulldog. Admitting I'm terribly wrong. <laughs> we might get that as a grab. Yeah, get leading it. Into Producer your Steve's already got it. first time in 40 years I've heard you say it. The only thing you've grabbed in your life is a few head-high tackles when <laughs> you played for Kalani. That was it. Well, before you go, yes, Ron Willey. 71%, the highest winning percentage of a New South Wales coach. Second, Terry Fernley, 66%. Third, equal, Phil Gould, Brad Fittler, 58%. So stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Zorba. Where did you get the 58% from? From the stats right in front of me. Uh, hang on a sec, I'll see if my stats are... <laughs> Seven wins from 12 games, 58.3%. <laughs> equal third in all... Point three at the moment. Correct. About to go down. Well, <laughs> if he goes up, he, he, he beats uh, Gus. Five losses, hardly anything to rave about. And if you've got the best side, you should win. And during those periods, New South Wales had the best side. I mean, look who Queensland lost during the period that Brad Fittler's been coach. Oh, you're but paddling Brad now. You've got nothing left. To play in the game. You've got nothing let's, left. Let's worry about. Let's worry about... Wednesday night. Oh, well, firstly... Before that, today... Yeah, today's game, yeah. Just quickly, Zorb, um, the Canberra Roosters game, the 4.05 p.m. game. Tab Sportsbet have the Raiders head-to-head 2.55. The Roosters, a dollar fifty-two favourites. The line is five and a half. Canberra to win. Mm-hmm. I'll go the good odds. Um, no no Whiten and no Josh Papali, but the Roosters are without Tedesco, uh, Tupo... Collins and now Jared Warrior Hargraves. Uh, Canberra to, uh, to to beat the Roosters and Queensland to beat New South Wales. And can I just say um, thank you to Ray Warren for a mm. great career that we all uh, have admired and he's hanging up the microphone. Um, I called the first ever State of Origin game with him um, and I uh, admire him a lot. He's a great mate, great caller. Uh, probably one of the greatest of all time in a variety of sports. I first met Rabbits um, at Alfred Oval in Young in 1967. Um, Our 5'8 was out of the game for Goulburn United and I marked a very skinny-looking Ray Warren in the number six jersey for the the cherry pickers of Young at Alfred Oval and I wish I could have taken him around every week to play against him. Oh, he's a great man, yeah. Hey, good on you, Zorb. Um, just quickly, Zorb, um, on that Origin team, New South Wales are favourites head-to-head at $1.60. Queensland at $2.40. They're always overs down. The line is four and a half. Zorb thinks Queensland will get up. Hey, Zorb, really appreciate it. We'll have you on next week. I, I won't be here, but Dino will certainly be taking you up if... Uh, he if might we... not be there. He's, he's, he's liable not to show. He's got a show. Win. You know what he's like. No, I'll be here. There's a few bucks <laughs> you know, on offer. He's not endowed with great courage. <laughs> hey, Zorb, good on you. Enjoy your day's game, but enjoy Wednesday night too, mate. Yeah, you enjoy your next couple of hours with that, bloke. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Off there's, you go. There's Peter Peter. He's upset because he didn't go to football last night. That's I was why. not feeling well yesterday. Yeah, he, he would have looked after you at the football. You know what? He wouldn't have told anyone I wasn't going, and he would have stuck in the second meal. <laughs>
Good on him. Hundred percent. Hey, um, Dino. Again, we still got those problems with our SMSs, so we do apologise. But plenty of people on the open line want to have this on the talk topic. Dino, Brian's been waiting for us. Brian, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Hey, Thanks Brian. for hanging on, Brian. What do you got for us, mate? Yeah, I got one for you. Fox yeah. on the run. Ah, sweet, oh, sweet. Yeah, correct. The English band. Oh, well done. We've got it. Song. What a good song, then. Gets you pumped up. Just googling sweet now, right? Yeah, they were, they were English, weren't they? Ballroom Blitz, I think, is another one. Uh, they had. A, a British glam band, yeah. prominence of the 1970s. That was a massive hit, Fox on the Run. Yeah. Good one, Brian. I like well it. Well done, that's, Brian. That's a beauty. Okay, good. Okay. Thanks, Good on you, Brian. That, that goes almost top of the pops at the moment. That's a bit of a blast from the past. Gold Coast Eagle's got a contribution for us. Good morning, Gold Coast Eagle. Hello? Yeah, how are you, mate? You, get, you got something yeah, for our Gold talk Coast. topic? Gold Coast Jess here. Gold Coast Jess. Well, we've got yeah. Gold Coast Eagle on the line. Doesn't matter. Oh. We've got the right part of the world, though, have we? All pumped up. Oh, beautiful up here on the Gold Coast. Just finished a 4K power walk with my boys around the Coomera Lake. Oh, how nice would that be? The two oh. triple shot coffees. I'm all ready for it. <laughs> You're already pumped up. What song do you go to? Oh, mate, it, it's after yesterday. I sat down, took my lovely lady to the movies, and as soon as I sat down, it's like... Great song, Dino. Yeah, good with the movie, boys. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping that the boys, the, the Mighty Maroons, we play in that. It's horrible to, to say that I agree with a lot of stuff that Zorb was saying. <laughs> I don't know what's become of me. Might be the coffee. But, uh, well, my Lord, I think Queensland's a good chance this year. Well, the one thing I agree with Zorb is that the market, once again, is way out of whack. New South Wales, $1.60. Queensland, two forty. Line, four and a half. Why are Queensland always over the odds? Because there's New South Wales have got, I, I, I don't know what's going on down there, but maybe there's something in the rainwater. <laughs> it's uh, they, they've been playing in the mud too long and I don't know what's going on. But, uh, <laughs> I think it's a bit I, of... As, as, soon as, as soon as that old car wasn't named, I'm thinking, yes, okay, there's problems. Yeah, so, no, uh, good call. A lot of people are thinking that and certainly that's what, where Zorb was coming from. Good call from Gold Coast. Did he say it was Jess? Yes. Jess, yeah, Gold Coast, Jess. John's on the line. John, good morning. Good morning, fellas. Thanks hey, for waiting, John. What do you got for us, John? Oh, I've got a, I've got my song for the topic, mate. But just, just very quickly, mm-hmm. Dean and Ray, have you know about the passing of Rocky Laurie, fellas? We, we, yeah, mentioned we just it mentioned earlier. it, yeah. John. Very yeah, sad. I missed, I missed it. Yeah, okay. I, 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 I had the privilege of meeting Rocky a few times, mate. Top bloke. Yeah, Warhope boy, brilliant player. Yep. I think he came to Sydney with another Warhope boy, Ian Schubert. At the same time, did he? Yep. Yeah, okay. but I think Rocky. It was the 13 import rule back then, Ray. Okay. I think Rocky, because of that, had to go back and play for, I think it might have been Paddington. And then he came through after that. Yeah, because Schubert was sort of, he burst through with Fairfax Correct. in the mid-70s, Correct. didn't he? So, yeah. Oh, good one, John. Yeah, I, I remember Rocky Laurie playing. He, he, he was a yeah. terrific player, John, wasn't he? Yeah. What's your song, yeah. John? Mate, I'm a Led Zeppelin fan. Oh, Bonzo Bonham. There's like a whole lot of love and Cashmere have played a lot of stadiums, but... Mm-hmm. I'd love to make the intro to when the levy breaks. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go, John. Here we go.
There you, Page, you go, right? John. How do you like that, mate? Brilliant. It's timeless, isn't it? It's absolutely the most, timeless. The most scrutinised drum intro in history, boys. That's the beginning of that, actually. There we go. We might Google it during an ad break. Hey, good on you, John. Good luck on Wednesday Thanks. night. Enjoy enjoy um, the game. It's going to be a beauty. Thanks, mate. Thank you. There, there's John joining us with a bit of Led Zepp, and that's our talk topic for today. Songs that get you pumped up for origin or any sporting events. So call us on 135353. Our SMS is down at the moment. So call us on 135353. We'll take a quick break on the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Punters post-mortem with Chris Roots. He's got his group one and well done to Desley Foster and the team there. Ron Duffersey. The strategy's an impossible race. It's going to be one of the hardest races to do form on of, of the year, I think. I don't think he'll run favourite like he is now. Glenn Munsey. Couldn't win the strategy last year with 50 and a half kilos. Got 55 and a half this year. Punters post-mortem. Monday, 9am, Racing HQ. With Play Central on the Tab app, you can watch the greatest racing from Australia and around the world wherever you want. Like while working on your tan at the beach. Flicking between Sky Racing 1, 2 and Thoroughbred Central while waiting for your car to be washed. And you can watch and bet while you're getting a short back and sides. Play Central, only on the Tab app. Tab, long while we play. Available online for Tab account customers only. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. With Weanlings by leading sires, I Am Invincible and Written Tycoon, plus the only Schnitzel Weanling colt to be offered at public auction this year, the Great Southern Sale is not to be missed. Sale at Oakland's on June 9 and 10. Catalogue available at inglis.com.au. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. It's Cheval Grand! Cheval Grand goes on and wins the Japan Cup! The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe, first time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. El Buena and Kings Air fighting it out. Kings Air the outside of El Buena and Kings Air. First run for Kim Walk. Finished best to win it. A neck on the line to El Buena. Four Velour kicked on for third in front of Dynamic Impact Cuban Real. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray. That was Kings Air winning the closer at Rose Hill yesterday. One of two winners for Kim Warren, the trainer, is on the line. Kim, good morning. Good morning, Ray. How are you? Yeah, terrific. Thanks for joining us. Great day for the stable yesterday. Kim, can I start firstly in race four with French Bonnet? And, gee, she's a gutsy mare, isn't she? She definitely is. She's uh, had a great a great prep. Mm. Um, been going really well on the very heavy tracks, but uh, also... You know she's uh, just as just as good on the um, on the good track. So yeah. yeah, and young Dylan Gibbons, I know you've used him a lot, and he's yeah. just starting to become more uh, a regular rider in the metropolitan area. He certainly holds his own, and his three kilo claim, particularly the next two or three months, how important and vital will that be, Kim? Yeah, he's great value, that's for sure. I know everyone will be scrambling for him, yeah. and. Um, you know, we have a great um, association, Dylan and I. We're 
known him since he was a little baby and have always been very good friends with Andrew Gibbons. And um, it's, you know, it was mm. very exciting and special to have a double yesterday at uh, Rose Hill, but for Dylan to ride both of them, it made it uh, extra special. Yeah, he rode both a treat as well. Just quickly with the mare, um, uh, she's been up a while, but her form is just, well, she's just so genuine and honest. Do you just keep her going because she is so effective on these tracks at the moment, Kim? Yeah, we'll keep her going while she's happy and mm. uh, doing well. She's a big mare. She's 17 hands and um, 600 kilos, yeah. so she's you can't miss her. Well. You can't, <laughs> can't miss her. <laughs> and flashy grey to get yeah. with it. And um, no, she's a very good doer in the in uh, at home, and um, the work's been just so good and consistent. You know, she's mm. had a she had that setback at Hawkesbury. She got galloped on badly that day a couple of runs ago, and uh, thought she might have had to go out after that. But she, you know, she picked herself back up very quickly, and um, yeah, she's back and won again. So just been a really good prep for her and her owners. Uh, Kim, uh, King's Air, how long has the horse been in your stable and, and what do you make of him? Oh, he's a lovely horse. We, um, we've we only had him this preparation. Um, he was on the English Digital for sale and um, Mark's always looking through English Digital and mm. uh, saw him there and and uh, said, Jesus, I reckon we should try and buy this horse. He goes really good, you know, and we talked about it and... Um, I just thought he'd be too dear, um, but as it turned out, we got him for one hundred and fifteen thousand, and wow, just yeah. indicated him amongst our owners and a couple of new people, which was great to get some new people in the in the stable as well, and for them to have such a a quick result. Mm. He's um, he came to us, we gave him a nice spell, and uh, he's you know he's been with us most probably I think about six months. Well, the upside with him, Kim, is a lot of upside. He, I know he's a rising six-year-old, but he is bred mm. to Northern Hemisphere time, so he's mm. a bit younger. And he's only had 14 starts, five wins, six placings. So it's all ahead of him for this horse. Oh, for sure. And he's got a great record, for mm. sure. But um, And just a very nice horse to do anything with. And he's big and he's tough. He's as big as um, French Bonnet. He's a big boy. Mm. Um, but another one does very well in the barn and... Um, just a pleasure to, to work with and a pleasure to train. So yeah. just lovely. You know, I mean, we've only got a small small team, but um, to have some nice horses in, in the stable like that, it, it gives you a nice boost and gives the staff, a, you know, they're all excited yesterday getting the double and texting and ringing mm. and, you know, so it was a good day for everybody. Yeah, you've got to enjoy those days when you have those... those um Big wins like that yesterday. Congratulations. Hey, Kim, I know you love your footy. Where will you be watching the Origin on Wednesday night? Oh, most probably at home. I'll try and get through the whole the whole game. <laughs> Depends yeah. how good the game is, whether yeah. I can stay awake, you yeah. know. If it's a good game, I'll laugh. But um, we normally just have a barbie and a couple of people might come over and cheer them on. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Kim, can I ask you a left field question? Yes. When you're with Mark and Ray's coming towards you, oh, no, and no. Ray bugs the hell out of Mark with no, cricket I don't. questions, yeah, you do. <laughs> does, does, does Mark whisper to you, "Oh goodness, here comes Ray again. He's going to talk cricket." Oh, he's, no. rock, he's rock solid, this bloke. No, no, I, I need to know this. Whether it's true or not? <laughs> well, because when I see it, sometimes I see Mark Ray talking behind his hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, luckily they're good mates, you know. Okay. So he knows that. Um, 
he can ask him anything anytime. I know there's boundaries. I was desperate to talk about Lords yesterday, Kim, but I thought, nah, I'll give the poor guy a break. He's you're having a good day with the state. No, well, so. you should have because he's been up every night watching. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Nothing going to bed at like one in the morning yeah. when not far off when I was about to get up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's hard to go to bed when you're watching um, cricket from England. It's just something about it. Hey, Kim, you got to make sure you stay up and watch Origin because it's going to be a bumper game on Wednesday night. Congratulations on the two wins yesterday and hope we get you on again very soon on Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Great. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Kim. There's yeah. Kim Waugh having a terrific run and knows winners yesterday, French Bonnet and Kings Air. They can keep winning, I think, Dana. They love these tracks. We did, we, did we find out what the score we was the League Super Quiz? What's the score? A mate of mine, yeah. the great Rooster Brendan, yeah. has just texted me. It's 10-7. Did you win last week? Okay, so 10-7. League Super Quiz time. So call now on 13-53-53. That's 13-53-53 to be part of the League Super Quiz. A $100 cash card courtesy of Tab for the winner. For all the best in racing and all the latest in sport, this is Sky Sports Radio. Coming to you via 96.9 FM Cooma, 97.1 FM Junee, 87.6 FM Tumut and 88 FM Yamba. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. It's Cheval Grand! Cheval Grand goes on and wins the Japan Cup! The only place to catch the very best equine superstars from around the globe, first time, every time, is right here. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Here's some news about the Bingley End of Financial Year sale. Nothing's changing. There'll still be huge deals store-wide. So if you need a new heater for winter... A new big-screen TV for the footy... A new oven or cooktop... Or a new computer for your home office, you'll never see prices like these again. Because something's always stayed the same. And, Mum, I'll be there every day, bright and early. Well, some things will be different. The End of Financial Year sale at Bingley. Australian family owned for 65 years. Very funny, guys. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. Let me in the car. Get in. <laughs> While Harry's locked out, Tab's locking in their best prices possible on a tote win bet. Activate the lock on the Tab app, and if the fixed odds starting price is better when your horse wins, you'll get the difference in cash. And if your horse doesn't win or the tote price is higher, you can use the lock yep, again. Yep, real fun. Tab, long where we play. Excludes WA residents. Available once per day on eligible online bets. Max odds difference payout $100. TNC's a website. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Everybody, everybody, let's get into it. Get stomping, get started, get started. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get it started. 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 Heads it is. Heads it is. Ray, I might go first. Yep. And that would be you, Jim. Are you there? Yeah, g'day. How are you? I'm good, pal. You well? Oh, yeah. Getting good. Good on That's you, right. mate. All right, Jim, let's good rip luck, into Jim. this good quiz. Luck. We're behind 10-7. I need the win, and you want the $100 voucher, so let's get going. 
Question one. How many members of the Penrith Panthers are in the Queensland State of Origin squad? Um, geez, uh, I don't think there's any, is there? Ah, correct. Yeah, we'll do. Good solid Good start. answer, Jim. That was a, a good question to ask, actually. I would have had to think about that myself yeah, for a while. but yeah, because Capel's moved up north. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, one from one. Jim, let's keep going. Uh, what was the name of the streaker who invaded the ground in Game 3 of 2013 oh, series? A big guy. Was it Waddy Holmwood? A, Mark Roberts, B, or C, Wayland Wolanski? No, no, it was actually Waddy Holmwood. Forgotten his name, I can't get the bloke. Oh, I wish I'd forgotten yeah. what he looks like. Yeah, that's a picture I just can't get out of my head sometimes. It's a terrible sight. Jim, one from two. Let's go two from three if we get this right. Uh, what is the former Maroons prop Sam Backo's full name? Is it Sammy J, A, B, Samson, or C, Samuel? Samuel, that's my dad's name. No, actually, it wasn't. It's Samson. I didn't know that myself. Know that, Samson no. Bacco. Still, Jim's on the board. One from three. Let's go to you, yep, Ray. So stay on the line, Jim. We'll go across to Dion. Dion, good morning. Good morning, Ray. How are you, gentlemen? Terrific. How are you feeling? We need one to tie, two to win, Dion. All right, I'll do my best. Okay, very best of luck, mate. Question number one How many members of the Brisbane Broncos are in the New South Wales Blues State of Origin squad? How many Broncos are in the blue squad? I'll say two. Oh, well done. Good start. Here we go, Eight Dion. And, uh, pass, yep. Yeah, no, well done, mate. Good on you. Question number two. It is a multiple choice, Dion. Who is the only shark or Cronulla shark selected for State of Origin this year? A, Nico Hines. B, Andrew Fafita. C, C Dale Finucane. Nico Hines, mate. Hey. Well done. That's all she wrote. Congratulations, Dion. Hey, Dion, are you a Blues fan or are you a Queensland fan? Or? Uh, Queensland, mate. Okay. Oh, well. What are you tipping Wednesday night, mate? Uh, yeah, I think Queensland, uh, with these new deputants are in form, I expect them to get away with a comfortable victory, maybe oh. A+. plus. Oh, gee, you're confident. Hey, well, Dion, you've got a $100 cash card courtesy of Tab. You can might have a little... Bet on the game if you like. But stay on the line, that $100 cash card courtesy of Tab coming your way, Dion. Congratulations. Score check, Dino. 11 7, Ray, you've kicked again. And here's Jared Daffy with today's life lesson. And now, Jared Daffy's life lesson. Jared, good morning. Good morning to you both. What do you got for us, my friend? Do Lipton's workers get a coffee break? I like it. I like that one. What would you do if you were working in a place like that? Because I'm going to go and have a cup of coffee. You get the sack, wouldn't you? You get shown the door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, um, uh, Jared. Question without notice. Our talk topic today is go-to songs when you when you get pumped up for a big sporting event. Have you got one, mate? Oh, look. I've, uh, having been to a lot of AFL grand finals, and it's it's unique to AFL. But um, up there, Kazali, my break. Me, I like football. There's a lot of things around. When you line them up together, the footy wins hands down. It's hard to beat, Jared, isn't it? That's the one. Oh, and it's hard and to beat. Yeah. like it is, um, 
you know, the hairs on your back do stand up yes. when you're there and there's 100,000 people singing. As I said, I know it's unique to AFL, but yeah. I've, I've got a special mention, uh, Ray. Mm-hmm. I've never been to... Uh, I have been to a football match in, in the UK, but I'd love to go to Liverpool one day and listen to that crowd sing You'll Never Walk Alone. That's, that that's something special, else. Would Wouldn't that be special? Yeah. I've, yeah. I've been to Anfield, but only on a tour, and it w- there was no game being played, but it was fantastic. Yeah. Actually, about uh, oh, be eight or nine years ago now, mm. um, Jerry Marsden and whatever was left of the pacemakers then, obviously he yeah. passed away maybe two or three years ago. He was uh, at Tweed Heads, so we went down just just to watch uh, mm-hmm. watch him sing that song. Obviously it was the last one he sung, and I tell you what, he was he was an older guy then, probably early seventies, and never missed a beat. It yeah. was fabulous. It really I can was. Imagine that. It was fantastic. You've been to Liverpool at all, Jared? No, I went, I've only ever been to Fulham. Okay. Um, that, that was a unique experience. Um, when, when we left the ground, I was—I I think they were playing Arsenal. And when we left the ground, they sort of heard the Arsenal supporters down one way, one one street, and there's all these uh, police on horses down the white line, and then on the other side of the locals going the other way, <laughs> just abusing each other. It was yeah. different. Yeah, different. Yeah, it's amazing about Liverpool. Have you been there, Dino? I've been up the north a couple of times. I got to sort of Manchester, Warrington, but I've never ducked across to Liverpool. It no. might be one of our life lessons here, um, Jared, because there's this. Massive river, the Mersey. Like we, Tanya and I, stayed in a hotel right on the river. There's no bridge, so how do you get the how other do you side? Get oh right, you swim. Well, it, well should, you it should do an OB me. there, it and I'll come me. along. That'd be a good idea. It absolutely yeah. baffled me for the whole time we were there. I kept saying, "Where's the bridge? You can't drive all the way back down <laughs> around the whole city and come back the other side." Maybe it's to keep you out. Probably there, there's those barges, but you can't wait for them all day. Yeah, like yeah. a moat. Yeah. But anyway, keep I, them on the other side. I digress, my friend, because there's a lot happening this weekend or this week coming up, particularly with Origin. But we have one game to complete the split round of round 13 east this weekend, and that's an important game this afternoon at 4:05. Jared Raiders versus Roosters ahead of the big one, Origin on Wednesday night. It is an important game today. Now Canberra in the last 24 hours have started to get out 240 out to 255. The Roosters a dollar fifty two a line near five and a half points. So um, they've got their support here, Canberra. Although the Roosters are the favourites. Now Wednesday night the big one. Uh, this market has been pretty much the way it is for a couple of days now. New South Wales a dollar sixty. Uh, Queensland two dollars forty. There's a line near four and a half points. Uh, the plus for the Maroons is one eighty five. The Blues minus is at two dollars. Had a look Thursday night. Now quite clearly this is going to change leading up to the game. But it was quite interesting that the the weight of money, both sides, was 80% Queensland, wow. 20% New South Wales. But we often see that when, when Queensland are the outsiders. And the biggest bet up until then was 13000 on Queensland at the juicy odds of 325. That was a few weeks ago. Uh, the other thing, too, obviously we've got um, uh, stacks and stacks of markets open. Player of the match, as you would expect, Nathan Cleary at 5, Tedesco 7, Munster and Yao at eight and Cherry Evans at nine. But up until then, and again, this is going to change, most popular, Reuben Cotter at $21. Wow. Yeah. And uh, Selwyn Cobbo was uh, the best backed in the first try scorer market at $11. So all of those are open. Uh, quite clearly, they are going to change. But it's interesting that those two debutantes um, were backed early on. Mm. Uh, Jared, AFL, and while you're down in Melbourne way, run us through the boxing as well. 
Yes, uh, Hawthorne today, $2.45. They're a mover, $2.85 in. Uh, Collingwood, $1.55, a line of nine and a half points. And a decent move for Brisbane, who travel west to take on Fremantle. Now, they opened at two twenty-five. the Lions, last Sunday night. They're into $1.77 now. Frio at $2.05. Uh, the boxing today... Uh, Cambosis is actually getting out. He's 245. He was 225 a couple of days ago. Uh, Haney, the American, $1.58. Plenty of bet types open on this one. Uh, the Probably the more popular is the method of result. And the favourite way there, Dean, is Haney to win by uh, decision at $2.10. So the market says it'll go the distance. We've got a lot of markets uh, open on this particular bout because the tab, uh, the official wagering uh, partner, mm-hmm. so you'll see the tab... Well, you would have sent it at the weigh-in, etc., but you'll see it around, around the uh, stadium today. It's at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne, this one. Not sure what time it'll get underway. Maybe around about that 1.30 or yeah, 2 it's o'clock, about Mark. about past yeah, one, yeah. I'm told. Yeah, yeah. Rough. It's, always okay. it's always late. Yeah. And uh, we've got a few unique markets. Um, the, the marketing boys have been working overtime on this one, obviously with uh, with an alignment there to us being the wagering partner. So check those out on the, on the Tab app or the Tab website. Um, before I ask about the NBA, what are the holds like on the boxing, Jerry? Oh, this this will be massive today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today's today's the big day, but you know they're saying it's the biggest bout uh, ever in Australian history. I I went to Azuma Nelson and Jeff Fennick. That's a long time ago, yeah. and, and it was that in was Melbourne probably, too. I think wasn't it? By memory, it was. Yeah. It was. It was. I think it was at Princess Park. Yeah. It was. I was yeah. there, Jared. Nineteen ninety two. So was I. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a big, um, big fight back then, and and that was massive then, and I think that sort of held sway up until now, but it's been very well marketed this one, and, and George Cambos is hard not to like him. It's just mm. a fairy tale story, uh, and as I speak, he's yet now to two dollars fifty. Uh, the other guy, well, he's not that old, is he, Hayne? He's only uh, twenty three. He's unbeaten, um, unbeaten as is Cambos, yeah. but. Uh, Yes, yeah. Well, I know everybody I know is uh, is either watching it today. They've got it on main event, or they're heading to a local uh, pub, uh, pub tab, yeah. etc., to watch. Actually, one of my boys is going. He's on his way in there now. So, yeah. well, Richie Kelly, we, we didn't have Richie on today because um, he flew down for the fight. He's one of many people who've gone for it, and it's going to be a massive fight. Speaking yeah. of massive, a couple other important sporting events coming up. We're going into Game Two of the NBA Finals tomorrow. The Celtics got one up over the Warriors on Friday. Yeah. How's the markets there, Jared? Well, they've got to win the Golden State Warriors, don't mm-hmm. they? And they've been a mover inwards in the market, one sixty into one fifty six. The Celtics at two dollars fifty. Uh, so that gets underway at 10 o'clock tomorrow. And an updated market to win the NBA, Ray. Uh, Golden State now, the outsiders at $2.30. Boston, $1.65. And Remissami Igaswiatek won the, the French Open women's final overnight, 6-1-6-3 against um, Coco Graf. She was far too good. I think Nadal might be too good for Casper Ruud tonight in the French Open men's final. It- it looks like it. Um, it's a long time since we've had both men's and women's title favourites as short as what they were. She was a dollar sixteen last night. Rafa a dollar eighteen tonight. Casper uh, Ruud, the Norwegian, at five dollars. Obviously, lots and lots of markets open on that. The set betting, Nadal, the favourite way there uh, to win three sets to love at two dollars and five. And of course, like practically everything else in this mm. day and age, Ray and Dean, we'll have live betting on that one. Outstanding. Hey, Jared, enjoy the fight. Enjoy the footy this afternoon. Enjoy Origin during the week. See you guys. Thanks, mate. There's Jared Daffy joining us as always on a Sunday morning, as is our next guest, Phil Moss, on the line. Mossy, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Morning, Bulldog. Hey, Mossy, you got a go to song for sporting events? Oh, I can't go past I Have a Tiger. I just, I just can't. I know it's an old favourite. There you go, mate. Uh... <laughs>
get you pumped up, doesn't it, Mossy? You've got no idea the memories that brings back that yeah. song. Mid, mid to late 80s. All of a sudden, I feel like I could run through a brick wall for 90 minutes again. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> hey, um, uh, Mossy, can Sydney FC keep Milos Ninkovic or have we seen the last of him? Well, judging by a, a social media post from yeah. the great man himself this morning, it looks like he's gone. Um, he didn't reveal details. This is <clears throat> this is huge breaking news because uh, he's a superstar of the A-League, of that there's no doubt. I, I still think he's the, the greatest player um, to, to grace the A-League. I, wow. I really do, just with the impact that he had at Sydney FC and, and the titles that he's won. I know there's there's some wonderful names up there. The likes of Thomas Broich, Barisha, um, you know, come straight to mind. But I just think uh, Milos Ninkovic, over the period of time that he's been in the A-League, the titles that he's won, uh, both individually and, and team titles, um, I, I really put him up there on that pedestal. And, um, yeah, his social media posts didn't... Uh, it didn't look great, to be honest. He, he didn't look like he was in a great place. He looked very, very upset, very disappointed. Do you know what's happening um, behind the scenes? No, I don't. I, to be honest, to be honest, Ray, I, I don't. I didn't see that one coming because I knew that he was deep in talks with the club, mm. and that uh, everything was pointing towards him staying. So all I can ascertain is that something's broken down at the eleventh hour. Um, but I'll try and uh, try and find out more information. I'm sure it'll come out over the next couple of days. But just very sad because uh, he's a wonderful player and a wonderful human being. Mossy John Aloisi basking in the afterglow mm. of Western United's historic so should. grand final win. Yeah, that's right, Bulldog. Look, we uh, we spoke last Sunday morning, obviously, when it was still very fresh and uh, I'd been at the game the night before and I knew that I was sort of witnessing something pretty special given Johnny's, um, you know, I guess his status as a, as a soccer legend um, with that penalty, that penalty, um, back in 2005. Um, but he really arrived as a coach uh, last Saturday night and this season, obviously, but the, the grand final win does certainly put the, the cherry on top for someone who, who found it really tough early on, got a, a, a head coaching role um, before he was ready at, at Melbourne Heart. Um and does the full circle and actually wins the grand final over the old Melbourne Heart, which is a new Melbourne city. So, uh, you know, he's um, already talking uh, of his ambitions to one day coach the Socceroos, which I don't blame him. Um, but uh, just great story. Great mm. story of an Australian coach who's uh, defied the, the critics and um, shown real resilience to bounce back and win a grand final. Yeah, popular win, and particularly for John Eloisi, as you said. Talking of popular clubs, the Wanderers didn't have the best of seasons, but the rebuild is starting to gain pace, Mossy. Yeah, it is. They've signed um, French midfielder Romain Amalfitano, who played uh, for Newcastle United in the Premier League and English Premier League, and uh, he played Europa. Um, He's helped uh, a a club... um, Dijon get uh, promoted from the uh, second division in France as well. So really experienced midfielder. Um, I did speak to Mark Rudin about this signing um, a few weeks ago and he, he just said he's, uh, Amalfitano's um, uh, purpose for coming to Australia was to win things and he, he was so impressed with his mentality from the moment he spoke to him. So that sounds like a really important uh, cog in the uh, in the machine that's being rebuilt at uh, West Sydney Wanderers and um, Lawrence Thomas, of course, the goalkeeper, former Melbourne Victory, has already signed. So uh, Mark Root is starting to make some uh, some moves uh, in that rebuild. Yeah, exactly. Mossy, stay on the line for our Brisbane listeners. They're about to go to pass the post. They can continue listening to the show, though, on the internet and the app. And our special guest after 9 o'clock 
news is Bradley Clyde. Dino. Yeah, the legendary Bradley Clyde. Mm. Now, Mossy, the under-23s Asian Cup, what's happening there? Yeah, well, the, um, the Australian team has uh, had a draw overnight um, with um, Iraq, and uh, it was a really contentious red card to Yangi, the uh, the Adelaide uh, striker, in the 17th minute. But uh, so it put the, uh, the young Australian team down to 10 men from the 17th minute. But the, all the talk and headlines post game was Alu Qual. So that's Garang Qual's brother, uh, who played for the Mariners before going over to Germany. Um, he has scored a scorpion kick. Saw it. How about it? Jeez. Oh, my oh, goodness. And, and he said it was brilliant post-game uh, interview. The, 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 uh, the, the commentator asked him, you know, what, what would you rate that out of 10? He said, ah, oh, 5 out of 10. I do it all the time. I'll do it again. <laughs> You love the confidence, yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. But uh, no, so that that was an important draw. They're, they're, they're a win and a draw, four points from two games in the uh, under-23 Asian Cup. So things going quite well for uh, Trevor Morgan's side. And just before you go, Mossy, the Socceroos, they had a 2-1 win over Jordan in a friendly um, during the last week, all building up to a massive game against UAE on Wednesday. Yeah, it is. And I spoke to Graham Arnold uh, just the other night after that game and he said, look, the important thing was that we won for, for the confidence of the players to get them in a good mindset, good attitude for, for this game against UAE, which is which is critical. He didn't play uh, a number of players that will come into the side for, for the UAE game on Wednesday morning our time, 4am, um, and the likes of uh, Martin Boyle. Uh, Matt Leckie, uh, McLaren will, will probably be a chance of starting up front as well. Jackson Irvine was another one. Central defence, who who will get the nod there. Trent Sainsbury didn't play the other night. So a lot of decisions for Arnie and the staff to make. But um, from all reports, the, start, the, the, the squad are in really good spirits ahead of this one. And it's a critical game. We lose, mm-hmm. we're out of the World Cup. We win, we go through to play Peru. So uh, let's hope the whole of Australia can get behind our Socceroos on Wednesday morning. Exactly. It's a massive game versus UA. And, of course, a lot of World Cup qualifiers in Europe are on uh, early Monday morning, including that that game, Wales versus Ukraine. We're all hoping Ukraine can win there. That's no disrespect <laughs> to our Welsh uh, listeners and fans. Hey, um, Mossy, appreciate as always, and we'll talk next week. A lot of World Cup to talk about. Good on you guys. Have a great Sunday. Thanks, Mossy. There's Phil Moss talking the world of football. Here's 9 o'clock news. Hello, I'm Sarah Wombi. The Prime Minister will meet with his Indonesian counterpart today for high-level trade talks. A number of senior Cabinet members will join Anthony Albanese in Jakarta, including Foreign Minister Penny Wong and Trade Minister Don Farrell. Thousands have turned out to celebrate 70 years of Queen Elizabeth's rule at the party in the palace. The star-studded concert lineup, including Elton John, Rod Stewart and Aussie Jason Donovan. Prince William addressed the crowd delivering a plea to protect the environment. Together, if we harness the very best of humankind and restore our planet, we will protect it for our children, for our grandchildren and for future generations to come. They will be able to say with pride of what's been achieved, what a wonderful world.
The Queen was not at the concert, but she was joined by much-loved children's character Paddington Bear in a pre-recorded segment which aired in the lead-up to the concert. Some Australians have travelled over for the festivities. Carol Broughton says it's great to honour Her Majesty. I've always been a fan of the Queen and um, I'm enjoying my trip here and all the people, the whole pageantry of the thing. It's great. Still overseas, US President Joe Biden has been evacuated from his Delaware residence after a plane flew into restricted airspace by mistake. Alison Petrowski reports. The President and the First Lady were rushed to a local fire station after the private aircraft was spotted in the sky above their beach house. The plane was immediately escorted out of the airspace. The White House says the evacuation was a precautionary measure. There was no threat to the President or his family. A preliminary investigation by the Secret Service revealed the pilot was not on the proper radio channel and was not following published flight guidance. The Secret Service now has plans to interview him. A fourth case of monkeypox has been confirmed in New South Wales, bringing the country's total cases to six. The man in his 30s developed mild illness after returning from Europe with another man who is also showing symptoms. Officials say it does not present a risk to the general community. Tasmania's public health has confirmed a case of meningococcal in the state's northwest, its first case of the year. The boy in his late teens is being treated in the Launceston General Hospital close contacts are being monitored. Specialist medical advisor with Public Health, Dr Shannon Melody, has told the ABC people don't need to be overly concerned. We're confident that we've managed um, a response to this particular case, but I think for the broader community across Tasmania is to be aware of meningococcal disease, how it might present. And if those symptoms occur, to seek medical review promptly. Symptoms can include fever, severe headache, a rash and muscle pain. And the Australian premiere of the Elvis movie was held on the Gold Coast last night. Director Baz Luhrmann and Tom Hanks walked the red carpet for the launch of the movie that tells the story of Elvis's rise to fame. Shot on the Gold Coast throughout the pandemic, production was interrupted when Tom Hanks contracted COVID and worked around lockdowns, travel bans and on-set restrictions. The movie officially hits the cinema screens later this month. This is Air News. It's the lead-up to State of Origin Week and just one game of NRL yesterday. Terry Daniel reports. The Manly Sea Eagles have snapped a three-game losing streak to smash the New Zealand Warriors at Brookvale Oval 44-12. Manly coach Des Hasler says his side's ball handling was better this week. I thought we were pretty good on both sides of the ball, so um, and, uh, we're able to finally build a bit of pressure. Terry Daniel, Air Sport. Melbourne has gone down to Sydney 73-61 to in an AFL thriller, while a struggling West Coast has racked up yet another loss, this time against Adelaide 88-57. to And the Gold Coast thrashed North Melbourne 109-47. to World number one, Iga Sviantec is the French Open champion, defeating American Coco Golf in straight sets. Sviantec stayed in control for most of the match, taking the win 6-1, 6-3. In her victory speech, she thanked her co 
coaching team as well as her dad. I gotta thank him for everything. Uh, my sister who's at home and you know every person who's in this box and who's working really hard to get me here. Thank you all. To Super Rugby, the Waratahs have gone down to the Chiefs at 39 to 15. The Brumbies have defeated the Hurricanes 35 to 25, while the Blues smashed the Highlanders 35 to 6. And wins to the Vixens and Giants in the Super Netball. Australian Independent Radio News. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. G'day, Blocker here. Join me and Ciro on the trip of a lifetime of the Rugby League World Cup in the UK and France this November. Catch all the World Cup action, plus enjoy a World War Battlefields tour. That'll be sensational. Stay in Paris, the Champagne District and London. Be there for both semi-finals plus the men's and women's final. Go to gullivers.com.au and secure your place today. Gullivers, the official travel agent for the Rugby League World Cup. Come on, join us. On Sky Sports Radio, the traffic report. Could $2 be your ticket to freedom? Buy tickets in Marta Prize Home's biggest lottery ever from just $2 at martalotteries.com.au. T's and C's apply. In Cowan, look out for a collision on the Pacific Highway near Fraser Road. Stop and slow traffic conditions in place there. Strathfield, a car is broken down on Centenary Drive approaching Arthur Street. One of five northbound lanes closed. In Eastern Creek, a car is broken down on the M7 motorway approaching Woolgrove Road. A reduced speed limit there heading northbound this morning. It's the end of financial year sale at Amart. Save up to 50% on a huge range of spacious lounges, stylish sofas, quality dining, bedroom and more. Hurry, offer ends Tuesday. I'm Thomas Reeve, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. On the big sports breakfast, interstate weather. We'll start with Sydney. Partly cloudy, heading for a top of 19 degrees today. Melbourne's cold, showers easing, top of 13. Brisbane, possible late shower, but a nice Sunday, heading for a top of 21 degrees. Over in Perth, it's partly cloudy and 18. Showers, possible heavy falls for Adelaide, just 13 today. Same temperature in Hobart. Morning shower too, cold Sunday, just 13 degrees. Um, Darwin, possible shower, but a top of 31. And in the nation's capital, Canberra, showers are increasing. A windy Sunday and just 12 degrees. Bends it out the back to O'Sullivan. Kick out! There's no stopping the flying mop from there. Match points for her second Roland Garros title. She's not just dominated the tour. She's now dominating the majors. Just an hour and eight minutes. Hello, getting a ball away. A kick for the hammer. He'll get there, put it down, and will score a try. Hammer saves. Hammer Fido is in again. Big moment coming up in the game. Free kick, Pavley. He's the man for the moment. What a night for the Sydney Swans. We've got a big moment, all right. It's Jason Sard. Goes the length of the field. Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, the big sports breakfast weekend.
And welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray, our final hour. Very shortly, we'll talk to Bradley Clyde, one of the real legends of Origin in Origin Week, ahead of Game 1 between New South Wales and Queensland on Wednesday night. Uh, Tanya will be on very shortly with a sports update. We'll also cross live to Melbourne where Phil Buzz Rothfield is in the stadium getting ready for that massive fight later on today between George Cambosis, Australia's big hope against the American Devon Haney. They're fighting for the undisputed lightweight title of the world. And, of course, Buzz will also bring us all the latest NRL action as well and news ahead of Origin. The good news is, Dino, we've finally got our texts up and running. We've had a bad first couple of hours with no texts. And our talk topic, of course, is um, songs that get you pumped up for major sporting events, you can call us on 133353 53 or finally SMS on 0419 767 272. Dino, plenty of texts there to read out, mate. Yes, certainly are. They are flying through now, Ray. No name on this. Run to Paradise gets a start from the Choir Boys. Yeah, good song. Which yeah. is a terrific song. Poller from Balgala says, I like Queen. We are the champions. Shane from Great Butterham song. Great song. Yeah. has got the Screaming Jets in there. Uh, what else we got here, Ray? We've Just got a what? couple bagging Zorba. One calls him a peanut. <laughs> oh, sorry, an absolute peanut, which is probably sent by me. Uh, Steve texts in too, saying, you got the wrong cold chisel song. It should have been Bow River. Great song. Great yeah, point, yeah. Steve. I probably went Kaysan, and I should have gone Bow River. Kaysan was Steve Waugh's song. Wasn't it? it was. It used you to be the Australian... Anthem, they would sing after each win. Yeah, Dino. Um, no name in this one, but um, the uh, SMS says, uh, this person watched the absolutely appalling uh, Brendan Stack bashing of two women in a car park over in Perth. If he has eye problems, wear glasses. And did he still think they were large men? He thought they were men. That's his defence when he was kicking um, these poor women and punching them on the ground. Love your show. It was absolutely terrible vision and uh, fortunately the police were on to them very very quickly and and uh, he'll cop what he deserves but you can call us on 13 53 53 or sms 0419 767 272 anything to do with sport and indeed to let us know what song you get pumped up to before a major sporting event should we ask our next guest our legend of the day he is an absolute champion what his go-to song might have been He's got one. Bradley Clyde, Blues great and Australian Rugby League great. He's on the line. Brad, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Dean, how are we? Terrific. Thanks for joining us, Brad. And I'm not sure if you're aware, our talk topic today is those songs you get pumped up before big major sporting events. Were you the sort who needed a, a song to really get you ready to run out in the field and take apart the opposition, Brad? Oh, I didn't need it, but I used it uh, every game. Yeah, I, used, I, I really enjoy music and... Um, uh, I used to listen just with stretching and everything before I left the house or the the uh, the uh, hotel room. The, the, I'd listen to music and, and stretch and a bit of ACDC and a bit of uh, The Stones always featured. Uh, might be a little bit too wild for you guys, but a bit of Pat Benatar's all fired up as well. I'm Pat Benatar fan, Brad. Clyde, this is your favourite though, isn't it? There you go, Brad. Yeah, no. Doing some of his finest work. The Glimmer was, Twins, yeah. Mick and Keith. Oh, okay. Hey, Brad, what, what about the other players? Like, everyone prepares in their own way for major games. And just take us into the sheds prior to an Origin match. You've got the elite players of the sport 
your teammates all around you, how do they prepare? Are they all different? They all have songs? I don't know. Brad, take us there. Yeah, it's a very much an individual thing and, and um, what works best for you. And and, and some, sometimes you do make changes to your preparation. But uh, for, for players like, say, the Chief, he was probably the best prepared player I'd ever come across. You know, it was methodical in how he used to um, prepare for a game. And, and that was uh, days before the game and then you get down into the dressing rooms and, and he he had his process. Mm. Um, then there was guys like, say, Alfie, who uh, he was joking around, even walking out through the under the tunnel. That was the way he prepared. Um, I always got quite nervous before a game and, and um, I would always be just visualising uh, uh, my role. The, uh, everything that I had to do to help the team win, uh, I, I would visualise that um, uh, at the ground and making sure that uh, that visualisation is... Um, there was no mistakes in it, <laughs> and um, uh, but um, yeah, everyone's different. Um, but uh, the the nerves before a state of origin game, because of the the, the theatre, it, it is a, a bigger game. Yeah. I, I always found the physicalness of state of origin a lot more intense than any other game. Now, Clyde, we have asked you to come on today because clearly you're one of the greatest players in the history of the game. Last week, we had the great Steve Renoff on our show and we asked him, who was the greatest player mm, mm. you played with or against? This is what he had to say. Who was the most natural player you played with or against? The bloke who you looked at and thought, you know what, this bloke was just born to play rugby league. Brad Clyde. And what, what an athlete. You know, I got to play at every level with him and as I said, I played against him when we were 17 and he was no different. He was, he was an absolute standout and just a machine. You know, Clyde in his personality-wise was was pretty quiet. I mean, but you know, he's such a lovely person as well. And like, like you, guys, I always rated him. Mm, <laughs> yeah, you know, probably number one in that position. Clyde, mm. you hear good raps rap. from the good media rap. all the time, which means something too. But no doubt, that's fantastic to hear when it comes from such a great player like Steve Renoff. Sure is, yeah. We come through together as 17-year-olds and uh, uh, playing with each other and against each other in representative teams and and uh, a, a real friendship. Um, I always felt comforted at having the pearl in your team because the more players that you had in your team that could score from the other end of the field was pretty beneficial. And, and uh, the pearl did that far too many times uh, for <laughs> Queensland. <laughs> yeah. It was but, great to um, watch today. <laughs> yeah, but for the Broncos, he served all, all of his teams so well. Yeah, uh, just uh, and a, a really um, great Australian. Uh, he hasn't stopped um, you know, serving rugby league and, mm. and also um, his people uh, ever since he, he put on the boots. You know, he does a, a wonderful job. Mm. Um, when we talk to past players and playing for your country obviously is right up there but playing origin is a different beast and a lot of players often say that was the highlight of their career even above putting on a green and gold jumper 
I, I don't want to ask you to compare, but why is Origin so special to so many players, Brad? Oh, I, I think it's the contest. Uh, I, and it, it is the theatre. It, it is the... Um, it, it's such a special game where uh, I, I, most Australians are, are, are tuning in to, mm. to watch the intensity and um, that theatre of, of big men bashing the crap out of each other. <laughs> has, Americans can't believe it, Brad. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. That has uh, been a formula for thousands of years and and, uh, and and it just works. So I think the, the state of origin is uh, alive and well and... and um, well, it, it stood the test of time. We, we've um, shot ourselves in the foot a, a number of times with uh, with Super League and different things. <laughs> and it, 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 you know what? It, it's the product that is impenetrable. It, it is um, uh, the the best product on the planet for TV. Yeah, hundred percent right. Mm. Hey, Clyde, a lot said and written about the Blues. Um, what do you make of Queensland, though? I mean, are we? Open to an ambush? Are we riding them off too prematurely yet again? Yes, mm. definitely. Uh, they're they picked a, a really strong side. Uh, all, uh, there's four debutants, um, and all these guys are in form. There's some young Broncos that have been given a chance, and, and uh, uh, from the Cowboys as well. They're um, winning football games for a reason in the NRL they're they quality players as soon as they throw on a, a Queensland jersey we've seen it so many times that um, they all lift and, and they there is a, a, a special culture that they use and, and uh, to circle the wagons us against them and um, so yeah I, I definitely think that we need to be wary of that we need to just concentrate on our own game uh and and uh, i i think looking at the two teams though i i, I do think that there the advantage is with us um that the spine that we have has a lot more experience and and just quality players at that spine but our forward pack also i think they've um probably got an edge some big bodies there but um, some experience and, and big game experience, which mm. is critical uh, going into an origin. Yeah, I, I just can never work out, though, Brad, I don't know if you're a betting man, but for me, I can never work out why Queensland are always such long odds. They're 240, the Blues are $1.60 head-to-head, and it's the same almost every year. I can never understand that. You mentioned something about Queensland spirit, and when we talked to, we spoken to past Blues legends like Peter Sterling or Greg Alexander, they almost... They're not derogatory of the Queensland spirit. They acknowledge it, but they they sort of critical the fact that not enough is made of the blue spirit because it definitely lives there with them. We know, and Queensland have made a lot out of that spirit that their team has, and understand that, and that will take you a long, long way. But you guys don't. You you walk on the field. You care as well, don't you? The Blues. Oh, definitely. Um, I was a part of the teams where Phil Gould prepared. Um, our New South Wales team. He he was amazing at, at building motivation through that week, um, bonding the team, and bringing mm. them together, and then sending them out with a game plan that was a, a really effective. And so that motivation piece is critical to to bring 
uh, a, a team together in a, a ten, 10 week campaign and um, it, it, it's something that uh, all coaches are faced with in a, a short space of time I, I think we do it just as well as the yeah. Queenslanders the, yeah. the Queenslanders just uh, uh, beat their chest more about it mm, I agree Clyde, we've got a couple of text messages coming in while this interview is unfolding. Fitzy texts in saying, this bloke should be an immortal. No questions asked. Change the way the back row was played and would be a great in any era. Mm. When you hear that, Clyde, I mean, I mean, I know you're a very humble bloke. I've known you many, many years. But it is lovely to know that you are so highly thought about there in the rugby league community. Yeah, it is really nice. Uh, and... Um uh, I had a magic carpet ride, Dina, uh, with <laughs> the luxury of playing with some pretty special players. We all come through together, and and uh, I loved every moment of it. Um, to be thought of in, in, in high regard, I, I am really grateful for. The best thing that come out of you know, when I was playing rugby league is that the friends and the people that I, I got to meet, and, and, and still it's serving me well. You know, I um, uh, meeting people every day just because I um, threw on a pair of footy boots and and um, you know played played rugby league. It, it was something that I, I just loved doing, and. Uh, um, and, and would have done it if, if my capability meant that I was just going to play park football. Well, so be it. I, w- I would have done that until I was in you know, my mid-30s as well. I just loved the game. And uh, I think that love of the game is critical uh, if you want to play first grade. Yeah, you certainly made an impression at the top level, that's for sure. Brad, Brad double-barrel question. Um, where will you watch Wednesday night's game? And are you still involved in the sport? Uh, yeah, I'll probably just watch it from home. Um, I can oh, I get so revved up with the, the game and uh, so I have trouble sleeping, uh, yeah. <laughs> to tell you the truth, uh, that night. But um, I don't have too much involved with the game as yet. I, I, um, my family uh, are nearly all grown up and, and out the door and then I, I may get back involved with the, the game mm-hmm. at a oh, maybe a club level. Or I, I was doing some work with the Match Review Committee a number of years ago for the NRL. But I, I sit on the board with the Men of League yep. uh, and uh, on the national board there. And, and, and that is a really great way for me to stay involved and, and um, helping the, the rugby league community, um, whether they're uh, young ones or, or um, the ladies that have helped out in the tuck shop that have fallen on bad times or mm. or, or uh, past players. It, it's uh, a really nice way for, for me to stay involved and um, uh, I, I look to stay at, in, in that capacity for, for some time because I enjoy it so much. Now, Clyde, for every text messages of praise. There's always someone out there who's got a bit of a cheeky one for you. Ask Bradley <laughs> about the horse ride. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know what, yeah. Claudia? I was there that day. I was covering it. I'd been set up to the Megalong Valley with you, you guys. You didn't speak the horse, did you? No, did you? no. I remember I was doing a colour story and you guys had gone out and I was riding it, waiting for you to come back and these horses kept coming back with no one on them. <laughs> and I thought, oh, something's going wrong here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, we laugh about it now. My horse... I, I come out of lunch last, um, and naturally enough, 
everyone else had jumped on the, the, the better, stronger-looking horses. I jumped on this old nag, <laughs> Apples, and Apples, Apples didn't it? want anything to do with me sitting <laughs> on her back. And <laughs> Anyway, we, we probably got uh, three or 400 metres down the track and Apples decided, no, I, I don't want this guy on my back and um, and, and took off. I, I, I I lost the stirrup and got dragged along the ground for about uh, 20, 30 metres. And um, so I was sort of quite grateful that I, I only just damaged my shoulder. We laugh about mm. it, Clyde, but it was very serious at the time. It was a, a tragedy, wasn't it? When you think, I think uh, Robbie Kearns got injured too, that's didn't right. he? Mm. Yeah, that's right. Well, I missed eight weeks yeah. of, um, of footy. And uh, yeah, freak accident. And I, I guess um, I understand why we were going horse riding to. Um, probably uh, uh, to bring the team together for, for bonding purposes, but I, I, I still don't think there's anything wrong with having a beer with a few blokes and in a controlled environment and um, uh, enjoying each other's company. Yeah, no, fair enough. Well, Brad, we can't let you go without asking for your, your, your tip on Wednesday night and indeed the series. Um, how do you see uh, Origin Series 2022? Well, Ray, I just haven't got it in me to give any credit towards the Queenslanders, I'm afraid. So uh, I'm, I'm thinking um, uh, New South Wales by at least 12. I, I wow, think okay. I've got a, a really strong team. Um, and, and that's despite having uh, Tommy and Latrell out of the team. Um, mind you, you, you're putting a, a Whiten, who's one of Clive Churchill, into that position, and Katoni Staggs, who's been lighting up uh, the the rugby league world for the, the Broncos. I um, yeah, I, I, I think um, certainly by twelve, and and the series I, I think will be heading up to Brisbane for game three, or having already secured the series and for a three 0 whitewash. That sounds good to me, Clyde. No name on this text. You ready? Yeah. One of Bradley up, is still as good-looking as he was. He certainly sounds it. <laughs> wow. Well, you got nothing what are you going to say about that one, Claude? Oh, God, you're well, embarrassing. back in the day, I'm afraid there's a few grey hairs there. and uh, I, I... You were a good-looking rooster, Clyde. <laughs> well, back in the day, yeah, it was, uh, it was good times. Jeez, we're embarrassed. Sorry, mate. Hey, look, Brad, it's been fantastic to have you on the show as our legend of league today. More importantly, um, great to hear that you're fit and well and enjoying life and best of luck to the Blues on Wednesday night. Thanks for the chat, guys. Always good to, to jump on the show. Thanks, Thanks so much. Bloody. There's Brad Clyde, an absolute legend of the game. And and that Fitzy was right. He did change the way the game was played by back rowers. He was the prototype of the modern back row, wasn't Absolutely. He? Absolute mm. superstar. You asked Laurie Daly and Laurie played with the greatest ever. Who is your greatest player? And he will say Bradley Clyde. Laurie Day says that too. And he's yeah. he played with Inga Mal and, 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 and Ricky and, and yeah. Brett Mullins and Glenn Lazarus. Yeah. He goes straight to Bradley Clyde. Gee, he's a player. Great player. A couple of people want to have their say now. Talk topic. Dino, John has been waiting for us. John, good morning. Uh, good morning, guys. How are you? How are you, John? What do you got for us, Good, mate? Good, thanks. Oh, just a song, mate. It, it, I think um, it defines, um, you know, a great Australian band too. Rose Tattoo, We Can't Be Beaten. Rosie Tats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great song. Yeah, well done, John. I like hard that one. rock yeah. or punk, John? What do you reckon? Uh, what category? 
Big pardon? Is that hard rock or punk? That's hard rock. Hard yeah, rock. Hard rock. rock. I remember back in the 80s and the 90s, I used to play the Canterbury Leagues plenty of times, but I'll tell you what, they haven't played it there lately. Yeah, no, haven't. <laughs> Actually, anyway, great, great, and great mate, Clyde. He, he was a dead set superstar. Oh, what a, what, what a player he was, John. Gee, great, just, great, great interview. Yeah, All right. I think. Good on you, John. That's a great song, too. Grant's got, I reckon this is a beauty, Dino. Grant, good morning. Hello, gentlemen. What do you got for us, my friend? I think uh, the, the Aussie cricketers uh, love this song, and I think it's rather appropriate for probably ferocious cambosis because as he tries to unify all those belts and uh, I, I love the hunters holy grace what a song the world has ever seen we were marching as one on the road to the holy grail one of my all-time favorite songs grant that's fantastic good on you mate your tip for wednesday night grant i oh, tip for the fight today firstly well you know, I, I, this is only the second time I've paid for it, and obviously I've got my fingers crossed for George. I am worried. Yeah. I am worried. I think this kid from America is, uh, a good fight, is something yeah. special. But, of course, I'll be cheering for George. And being a very proud North Queenslander, go to Maroon. Ah, good on hey, you, Grant. Off you go. Thanks See so you, much. Yeah, you know, a lot of people are in George's corner. That's gonna Mark be Seymour. Yeah, oh, it's a great song. Adrian, Adrian, good morning. Yeah, good day, guys. Look, I got a, I got a song, but also I just want to make a comment about uh, Origin One. And Rich Bradley Clyde actually pointed something out. It was a great interview to guys too. Thanks, uh, just with this song, um, it has to be thunderstruck. Can't be anything else. Now, Grant Barker. Well, they might have given Rich this show before. you got to love ACDC, don't you? you got to love them. They've got a few starts, yeah. haven't they? <laughs> you got to love them. Sorry, Adrian. Yeah, great yeah, song. Yeah, a great was, song. Yeah, that was that was sensational. Actually, Grant Barker used to come out as a heavyweight champion. He did it down at Cronulla Leagues when he fought down there. And they replaced uh, Thunder with Barker. And, and, oh, and yeah. he, you know, he actually you know, used to mess around with Les Davidson back in the day. So two tough men there. Mm. Just on the game, which uh, Bradley Clyde raised the point when he talked about Stephen Renoff, right? Being able to go the length of the field to... You know, to score a try. Yep. And see, like, look, I love Brian Toho, and Daniel Tupper's one of my favourite players. He's terrific. But they're not going to go 80 metres to score. And to me, that is a huge advantage that Queensland's got over New South Wales. It's the five fastest players on the field next week, they're all Queenslanders. It's a good point, Dino. Well, you yeah, they've got some speed, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. They've got plenty of speed, and their wingers are outstanding. But, um, yeah, that's a good one. I, I thunderstruck a lot of people actually SMS for that very same song. Glenn from Newcastle on the line. Glenn, good morning. Good morning, Ray. How are you? Terrific. Thanks for waiting for us, Glenn. I think you've sent a couple of SMSs, but oh, we, didn't have have our, we didn't have it up I've, until just after 9 o'clock, so we'll try I've and get to it. i the voice, and I'll, this one's for you and Tanya. Okay. Right? We've just written it. Yeah, okay, here we go. Hey, hey, Tanya. I want to marry you. <laughs> hey, hey, Tanya. No one else will ever do. I've waited so long for dreams to come true. Tanya, I can't wait to marry you. Oh, well done. brilliant, Glenn. Well done, Glenn. Brilliant. <laughs> That's fantastic stuff. That's absolutely when did you make that up? Obviously, Dean, yours is 
We we walk along together, <laughs> you and I forever and ever. Oh, and I'll leave you with that, guys. Well done, Glenn. Glenn, you're an absolute genius. Actually, a gentleman um, at the races yesterday, I, I didn't know him. I hope he said he'd be listening this morning. So if you are, I did say give him a quick plug. He reminded me just then. He pulled me aside and said, when are you going to get Dino on home and away? Well, I'm As waiting. I said, oh, mate, it's almost out of my trip. We're still working on that. Jared's on the line. Jared, good morning. Good morning, boys. How you going? Yeah, terrific, Jared. What do you got for us, mate? Oh, well, Jared Daffy knocked off uh, Jared Highland's bloody uh, up there, Kazali. So we can listen to it again. Why not? Woody wins hands down. It's a great song, Jared, isn't it? I saw Alex Jezelenko yeah. play in Narendra uh, many, many years ago. Oh, the great Jezza. Yeah. Well, he played at well, Narendra. Yeah, uh, he was uh, playing in a, uh, in a, you know, like interstate game. Yeah, yeah. And um, he came from, he was playing in Canberra, so he was in that league. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, a long, long time ago. What a player. Kind of young, yeah. yeah. What a player. I've been following the Swans for 60 years. I hope you watched last night because they were fantastic last night, Jared. Hey, Jared's gone. They were fantastic. Mate of ours, Simon's just texting after listening to Glenn from Newcastle Seagull. Simon says, That will do me. <laughs> we better go to a break. Tanya's coming up next. The Putters Panel. Saquon, I like him fresh here. I think he can be running on quite well. I'm interested in Saquon. Stable flying at the moment. Paul Perry, you know, they're just winning everywhere. Saquon in front from Damage and Saquon takes out the midway. Surreal Steps massive overs here. It should be single figures easily. Much, much better. Surreal Step and a map late. Surreal Step got up on the wire. The Putters Panel. Friday morning, Racing HQ. Here's some news about the Bingley End of Financial Year Sale. Nothing's changing. There'll still be huge deals store-wide. So if you need a new heater for winter... A new big screen TV for the footy... A new oven or cooktop... Or a new computer for your home office, you'll never see prices like these again. Because something's always stayed the same. And Mum, I'll be there every day bright and early. Well, some things will be different. The End of Financial Year Sale at Bingley. Australian family owned for 65 years. G'day, Blocker here. Join me and Ciro on the trip of a lifetime of the Rugby League World Cup in the UK and France this November. Catch all the World Cup action, plus enjoy a World War Battlefields tour. That'll be sensational. Stay in Paris, the Champagne District and London. Be there for both semi-finals plus the men's and women's final. Go to gullivers.com.au and secure your place today. Gullivers, the official travel agent for the Rugby League World Cup. Come on, join us. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. And 
And I'm officially pumped. <laughs> well done. Away you, you, you go, Dan. Moving right along, folks. <laughs> Manly annihilated the Warriors in the NRL match at Brookvale last night. The Sea Eagles led 24-0 at halftime and finished with a 44-12 victory thus breaking a three-game losing streak. For the Warriors, it was their fifth loss in a row. Today, only one game. It's Canberra hosting the Roosters at 4.05. State of Origin buys this weekend for Brisbane, St George Illawarra, Parramatta, South Cronulla, Melbourne and the West Tigers. Gypsy Goddess produced an outstanding display to win the Queensland Oaks for trainer David Van Dyke and jockey Willie Pike yesterday at Eagle Farm, while trainer Chris Waller had seven winners across three states, including trebles at Rose Hill and Eagle Farm, to take his stable prize money for the season to nearly $45 million, breaking his own record of $44.25 million set three seasons ago. And still with racing, pre-race favourite Desert Crown, trained by Michael Stout, won the English Derby overnight at some downs. A big win for Sydney last night in the AFL, knocking over the Premier's Melbourne 73-61 at the MCG, and that was without Buddy Franklin. The Swans now in a tie for third on the table, but sixth on percentage. After 17 straight wins, it's the second straight defeat for the Demons. Elsewhere, Adelaide 88 beat West Coast 57 and the Gold Coast 109 over North Melbourne 47. A come-from-behind win for the Brumbies over the Hurricanes, 35-25, has ensured an Australian team in the Super Rugby Pacific semi-finals. It's the first time the Brumbies have beaten a New Zealand-based team in a playoff match in eight years. The Chiefs also threw to the semis with a 39-15 win over the Waratahs in Hamilton. The Blues also win, following a 35-6 win over the Highlanders at Eden Park, where Roger Tuovasa-Shek scored his first Super Rugby Pacific try. With one round to go in the Super Netball regulation season, the Giants secured a spot in the finals with a one-point win over the Queensland Firebirds, 73-72, in front of a sellout Firebirds crowd. Giants captain goalshooter Joe Harton secured the win with a super shot with just six seconds left on the clock. The Melbourne Vixens secured the minor premiership with a 51-47 win over Adelaide, and the Swifts have a chance to leapfrog Queensland into fourth spot with a win today over West Coast Fever. World number one, Igor Swiatek, recorded her 35th straight victory to win the French Tennis Open overnight, defeating 18-year-old American Coco Goff, convincingly 6-1, 6-3. It was Goff's first Grand Slam final appearance, and she said while she feels a mixture of sadness and happiness, she's going to take the experience and hopefully learn from it to get better. Also making a first Grand Slam final appearance, Norwegian Kasper Rudd. He takes on the might of Rafa Nadal tonight in the men's final. Stumps on day three of the first cricket test between England and New Zealand at Lords. The Poms five for 216 in their second innings, needing a further 61 runs for the victory. Cameron Smith is five off the lead after round three of the Memorial Golf Tournament in Ohio, sitting at eight under. In a tie for second with Aaron Wise, Billy Horschel leads at minus 13. While Minji Lee is on top of the leaderboard after the third round of the U.S. Women's Golf Open at Pine Needles in North Carolina. She shot a 67 this morning. The Aussie will head into tomorrow's final round with a three-shot lead sitting at 13 under. And an estimated worldwide TV audience of around 9 million expected for today's George Cambosis devon Haney fight for the undisputed World Lightweight Championship title in Melbourne. Boys, the winner of the Women's US Open will take home a record $1.8 million. That's American, the largest payout in women's golf history. Wow. It's nice to yeah. see, isn't it? Three-shot leader, Tam. Go, Minji. She is. Do you remember last week I mentioned 
uh, briefly how a young kid ran on the court when Rafa Nadal mm. had just won his quarterfinal. was a little boy, little also boy. named Rafa. Well, during the sixth game of the third set of the semi between Casper Rudd and Marin Cilic, a young French woman walked onto the court, knelt beside the net post, the net post, tied something around her neck and then fastened it to the net. She was protesting about something, and I won't give her the time of day, but boy, oh boy. Where's the security? Where's, Where's the security? The security? <laughs> it's just madness. On the court and she walked down. on. She sat next to the post, had something around her neck and tied it to the post. No one stopped her. No. Well, the players had to be taken off. Bizarre. Um, and have security to deal with it. And Kevin Nara is the latest player to join the LIV Golf Invitational Field. Now, this starts next week, that breakaway Greg Norman golf tournament. So how does it work? So those players, yeah, yeah. those players who go and play, are they allowed to go back and play PGA? They USPGA? are, but the USPGA even said as late as this week as well, they are subject to disciplinary action. Not sure exactly yeah. what it was. So Kevin Nair actually has, has quit the USPGA. So he feels free to be able to play for this new tournament without any restrictions or without any possible consequences. Dan, I heard um, Paul Gow, sorry to interrupt you during the week, on the Big Sports Breakfast, just mm. saying, I don't think Gowie was going any way in terms of supporting, but a lot of the golfers want to go international. They're just a bit tired of playing everything in America. In the US. Oh. Everything's yeah. in America. We go from... Connecticut to Boston to yeah. San Francisco. They yeah, want to go around the world. There's a lot of tournaments yeah, in and Florida. It, it sort of made some sense as let's take it globally. Yeah. The big tournaments, not just have everyone in the States. That's Did, right. Didn't Wayne Grady absolutely give it to Norman? Though? Mm. Holy hell. I think that was personal though. Fair enough. Well, the first tournament is starting next week. It's at Centurion in England. Then there are four tournaments in the US, then one in Thailand and then one in Saudi Arabia. It is a Saudi-backed okay, so competition. Okay, the place, yeah. yeah. people like Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Colin Marikawa, Justin Thomas, Jordan Spieth, they're not involved. And did you know Bryson DeChambeau was reportedly offered nine figures to become the face of the Saudi Golf League? What's nine figures? That's in the hundred million. It's <laughs> isn't it? That's, that's like 10 million plus, isn't it? Yeah, so it, it's, I don't think... Oh, no, 100 million. 100 million, yeah. Jeez. I don't think um, Greg Norman got the the, heart, the the biggest players, the big players, the amount of players that he wanted. I th- I looked at the list, Sergio Garcia, Dustin Johnson, Matt Jones, Louis Oosthausen, uh, Wade Ormsby from, w, yeah. from South Australia. Um, uh, looked like the biggest names that I saw there. So he didn't get... You know, Still, all the names that he wanted. He's getting publicity. Yeah, yeah. And at a $250 million prize pool for seven tournaments and one team event, um, yeah, they're looking at $25 million per event plus. It's, uh, staggering it's, it's, money. It is staggering money. Um, yeah, so that, that starts next week. Mm, that's staggering, isn't it? See how it goes. Might be a breakaway netball circuit. Yeah, team. but but <laughs> but <laughs> in Greg Norman's favour, <laughs> Greg Norman's favour, um, it's... They're not, they're not looking to compete against the USPGA because they've scheduled the tournaments in a way that you can sort of mix and match. Okay. And I think that's the whole idea, what Dino just said. Yeah. People looking to play internationally. So it's not like a Super League or a World Series cricket type breakaway competition. It's just trying to complement the existing competition. Is that yeah, 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 but with a hell of a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of money. Good on you, Tan. Thank you, Tan. Dino, plenty of people want to have their say on the SMS, but we'll take a quick break because coming up next, we'll cross live to Melbourne with Phil Buzz Rothfield getting ready to watch George Cambosis versus Devin Haney.
Punter's post-mortem with Chris Roots. He's got his group one and well done to Densley Foster and the team there. Ron Duffersey. The strat is an impossible race. This is going to be one of the hardest races to do form on of, of the year, I think. I don't think he'll run favourite like he is now. Glenn Munsey. Couldn't win the strat last year with 50 and a half kilos. Got 55 and a half this year. Punter's post-mortem. Monday, 9am, Racing HQ. G'day, Blocker here. Join me and Ciro on the trip of a lifetime of the Rugby League World Cup in the UK and France this November. Catch all the World Cup action, plus enjoy a World War Battlefields tour. That'll be sensational. Stay in Paris, the Champagne District and London. Be there for both semi-finals plus the men's and women's final. Go to gullivers.com.au and secure your place today. Gullivers, the official travel agent for the Rugby League World Cup. Come on, join us. Now this is value. Keen racing fans, you can now purchase a general admission winter season pass for all race days held at Royal Ramwick and Rosehill Gardens from Saturday 28th of May until Saturday 10th of September. The best part, it's only $79. This includes entry to key group race day such as Wink Stakes Day, Chelmsford Stakes Day and Run to the Rose Day. Race away those winter blues and book your winter season pass now at theracers.com.au. Get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your winter workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka, FXD and Steel Blue with a huge range of pants, jumpers, jackets and boots. Check out the new Fuse Workwear by King G. You won't be disappointed. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop winter workwear shop. Deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin, and a filling of 100% lean Aussie beef. Yes, I'm talking about Garlo's pies, the only pies you should be putting on your plate. Garlo's pies are simply bursting with flavour, and there's heaps of flavours to choose from. Here's a thought. Take a night off from cooking. Grab a Garlo's family pie for the whole crew. They are available in all Coles and Woolworths stores. And remember, we are located in the chilled meal section. If you can't find us, ask for Garlo's pies by name. Garlo's pies, they're thin on pastry, they're big on meat. Operator Hamish's go-to song. What was that one? Stars, I think it was called. Like Stars, okay. Anyway, I quite like it. Shift talking of a star. Yeah, I don't know if we've got Buzz up yet. We'll hope we'll get him up very shortly. Here's but our Dino, man. We need SMSs him. And this one, no name in this one, but it's really important. Hi guys, know you are busy, but would love to get Dino and Buzz's thoughts on these horrible split rounds. I am an NRL fan, and whilst loving Origin, the next six weeks are terrible. In Clubland, that is, Dino, and loses all momentum. It's been built up from the first 12 rounds, plus Anzac round, Magic round, Indigenous round. What do you think, Dino? Yeah, look, Ray, it's just a, a terrible peril that we have to live with, I guess. You know, origin round, uh, i.e. rep round, just needs to be you know, yeah. played. We, mm. we can't know much about it. We can't play games during rep round. We can't play games when... Origins being played like a day or two after, I think it's just a necessary evil. Right? I don't it particularly is, yeah. like it. It holds some momentum, but you know what? It also gives players a bit of a mid-season break. 
It's a long season. It's grueling. It's physical. It's ferocious. I'm not totally anti a player having a bye during the year just to give them a little bit of a freshen up going no, into winter. That's a good point. Dino, what's your beverage? I need to be working Wednesday. Your beverage of choice um, post the game. Oh, Tui's. Is there a new Tui's song out? Not sure. Is there? I think there is. Let's hear it. How could it be? There it is. Newcastle band. Good yeah. on them. Yeah. Until he sent us that during the week, Ray, we were happy what, to play it. Our next guest, I know he's live at the boxing, but what's Phil Buzz Rothfield's go-to song, do you know? I think I know it, but let's let him tell us. Buzz, Buzz, you're there. Good morning, mate. Yeah, good morning, guys. Uh, Have you got a go-to I'm song, happy. Buzz? Oh, Rocky, mate. Rocky. Have you got Rocky? Oh, oh, pump it go. up, Buzz. Pump it up. Yeah, good. Buzz, you're inside yeah, the stadium, Marvel Stadium, 40, 50,000 people rolling in. Set yeah, the scene. What's happening? Oh, Bulldog, it's really, really exciting. It's a fantastic venue. We really need something like this in Sydney because it's raining in Melbourne, but there's a roof over the place and everyone's warm, everyone's dry. And well, We're still a few hours away from the main fight, but there's some preliminaries on now. A lot of people arriving. Um, ESPN in America is showing all the prelims live. So are Fox Sports here. Then if you want to watch Cambosis versus Haney, you, you need to purchase the event in Australia, um, our main event on Foxtel. Uh, in America, they're expecting an audience of more than 6 million. It's shown on all the ESPN channels. You can watch it on their main television. You can uh, stream it on their Spanish network. So it really is a huge event. Uh, a lightweight championship of the world uh, in undisputed, every mm. belt up for grabs. Well, we'll take us through it, by Set the scene. George Cambosis, he holds WBA, WBO, IBF and Ring Magazine lightweight titles. He's unbeaten in 20 fights, 10 by KO. Devin Haney is a WBC champion. He's 27-0, and 15 by KO. This is some fight, Buzz. It, it really, it, it really is, and that's why we're going to get this dog said forty-five to fifty thousand people here. It really is, I would think, uh, or arguably the biggest fight we've ever hosted in this country. And mm. it's an interesting fight because Devin Haney is a serious, serious technician. He's a brilliant boxer. He gets the science of the sport, and he's a very, very hard man to hit. Hence his record of 27 wins, 15 by KO. But the other side, and, and while Devin Haney might technically be a better boxer, no one in the sport has got a heart like George Cambosis, and no one in the sport is fitter than George Cambosis. You talk to people who've watched him train over the last few months at Mortdale where he's set up his gym, they reckon if he had to, he could fight 20 rounds here this afternoon. Wow. He is a serious, serious machine. He's always had this from his junior footy days. He's always had this incredible will to win. He's on record as saying he'd die in the ring if he had to to win the fight. And it's it's going to be one heck of a contest between a machine and a, and a technically sound boxer. Buzz, has George Cambosis won over the Australian public? 
Yeah, I think he has, uh, Bulldog. Uh, look, it, it's been a different story because he hasn't been with any of the main promoters like Dean Lonigan or Matt Rose, and he hasn't fought on main event on many occasions in the past unless he was on the undercard. But look, I think his story's an inspiring one, Bulldog and Ray. You know, the kid who was chubby at 10, 11, got bullied at school. Everyone was calling him fat. His dad dropped him to the gym at Rockdale. He um, he got stuck into his training. He loved boxing. I did a little piece this morning on one of his first trophies as an amateur. Him and his dad left the Shire one morning, drove six hours to Griffith for three two-minute rounds. And he won that fight and got home about four in the morning after that. Gee. So, you know, he's, he's really done it the hard way to rise to the top. And I think it's a message there to... You know, to everyone, Bulldog, if you work hard enough, you can achieve your, your goals, your mm. dreams. And I think it's a really inspiring story. And, and I think the crowd here today and the main event um, sales will show that he's right up there with the most popular, despite the fact, and I know what you're talking about, he he hasn't endured himself to, uh, you know, great relationships in the Australian boxing circles with important people like, and great people like Jeff Van Eck, but... Look, he'll do his talking out there this afternoon with his fists, and um, I'm really hanging out for it. Mm. Well, Buzz, a couple of our listeners have already SMSed. Approximately what time do you think Cambosis and Haney will climb into the ring? Yeah, I'm told um, George, uh, George is walking out at 1.20, mm-hmm. and obviously all this depends on the... Uh, you know, depends on the prelims, but American television to go prime into the US on the uh, West Coast, um, they want it about 8.30 on Saturday night in America. So he'll walk out at 1.20, we'll have the anthems, we'll have Michael Buffer here um, introducing the fighters, and then we'll be underway at 1.30 um, in Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne time. You've struck up a friendship with Buffer, Buzz. Have you caught up with him? Yeah, I have Bulldog. I met him um, in Adelaide. How long ago was Mundine Green? About five years ago. There was a media dinner on and me and a couple of mates got to know Michael well. We catch up with him a couple of times when he's been back in Sydney. He's a lovely fella. He's got that velvet voice, which is known, iconic voice worldwide. He's Interesting, I did a piece in McCollum. He, he, he's watched a bit of rugby league over the years. He calls it rugby. <laughs> And I was telling them that Manly and South look like launching round zero in Los Angeles next year. And he said he'd love to be part of it. I spoke to Peter Volandis about it. And to have someone like Michael selling the game to Americans would be a would be a fabulous thing. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Hey, Buzz, um, could talk about the, the fight all day. Your quick tip on the fight? Jeez, oh, it's hard, right? Mm. Look. Haney's a dollar seventy favourite, but look, I'll, I'll go Cambosis. I think what he did to beat Lopez was he did the impossible last mm, time. He's mm. got that will to win, and look, I I think it'll go the distance, but I think he can get there on points. It's going to be some fight, as will this rugby league match on Wednesday night. Origin one, New South Wales versus Queensland. Dino has just said early on in the show, Buzz almost certainly will be a sellout. So eighty thousand plus at Acor. Firstly, I asked Dina the same question earlier, Buzz. The team selections, are you comfortable with how both the makeup of both sides and how do you see, how do you think the game will unfold on Wednesday night? 
Oh, look, I'm not going to bag Freddie or Greg Alexander for the New South Wales side they've picked, although mine would have been slightly different for the life of me. I do not understand why Stephen Crichton is not playing in the centres, mainly because of his relationship with Brian Toto and also his relationship with the Penrith halves and lock forward Isaiah Yeo. But look, I'll back New South Wales to win. I think we've got a very, very good record in front of big crowds at Acor Stadium. Um, Queensland, though, you know what? A few years back, I thought New South Wales were going to dominate for years and years and years, but Queensland somehow just keep finding quality players. Their teams, the Broncos and Cowboys are going very well, so it'll be a great game of footy, and um, it'll go down to the wire, but I expect New South Wales to win. Buzz, just before you go... I'd love to get a quick tribute about the mm. great Ray Warren. And we've had some clips being played all morning of his great calls. What will you remember most about Rabs now that he has essentially retired? Look, I, I don't want to be selfish here, Bulldog, but just personally, as a young reporter in the late 70s, I was assigned to cover uh, Amco, Amco Cup games in the Riverina. I remember going to Townsville, Lismore. And there was a guy called Ray Warren there calling... And I didn't know anyone. It was quite daunting. But Rabs would take any young reporter under his wing. He'd show you the way. And apart from being a great broadcaster, he was a wonderful mentor. And you didn't have to work for Channel 9. You didn't have to work for Channel 10. It didn't matter who you were. He'd help out. uh, His commentary is just outstanding. I, I, I picked my top 10 commentators of all time today, and he's up there with Ray Warren. He's, sorry, he's up there with Frank Hyde, Richie Benno, Alan McGill, Ray Miles, favourite from cricket. And yeah, we love Rabs, and, uh, I, uh, you know, I really hope he sits back, puts some daggy old tracksuit pants on, glass of Chardonnay, and really laps it up from his lounge room on Wednesday night. Set top 10 commentators in the What's the Buzz column. It's a great group, Buzz. Number one, Alan McGilvray, then Richie Benno, Ray Warren comes in three, Frank Hyde four, Norman May five, Dennis Cometti six, Bruce McAvaney seven, Ray Hadley eight, Bill Laurie nine, and the great Bill Collins ten. Great could, top ten. Could you imagine the drama if I've left uh, Raymond Hadley out? <laughs> <laughs> he takes those things well, you know that. <laughs> well, I reckon I'd get another two-year ban. <laughs> two I've year had ban. enough of them. So. Um, yeah. Also in What's the Buzz column, you're saying, I think this sums it up beautifully, Buzz. You've written Ray Warren, great man, velvet voice, accurate, no ego, true gentleman, will be sadly missed, especially on State of Origin nights. Brilliant compliment, Buzz. Oh, thanks, Raymond. Yeah, as, as I said, look, there's few people in this media game are in who are irreplaceable. I, I, I genuinely think Rabs is. Um, I'm not sure nine have prepared for it. Um, the ratings have suffered a little bit in recent years, particularly Rabs not calling every week. But look, the guy deserves his break now. He's Wonderful career, and uh, yeah, he's going to be missed by all. And before you go, Buzz, there is a game on this afternoon as well, 4.05pm, Canberra versus the Roosters. Your tip there, mate? Oh, look, I think the Roosters will get the money done, but Canberra have been so impressive. They've been up with the form sides the last month. They had three wins. They were went down, uh, but they fought hard against Parramatta. I think the Chooks are on the money now, and um, yeah, I think they're charging to the top four and they'll win. I don't mind Canberra at the head-to-head, Buzz. Two fifty-five. Roosters, dollar fifty-two. I might have something on the Raiders today. Hey, Buzz, enjoy the fight. It's going to be compelling watching, and uh, go George Cambosis.
Yeah, good on you guys. Talk to you uh, when I'm back in town tomorrow. Thanks, Thanks Buzz. You. There's Cheers. Phil Buzz Rothfield about to get ready for that massive fight in Melbourne. George Cambosis versus Devin Haney. Just after one o'clock, looks like um, George Cambosis and Haney will climb into the ring. Dino, any quick changes for today's game? Canberra versus Roosters? Yeah. Only one major change, right? It's with the Roosters. Jared Warira Hargreaves have succumbed to a hamstring injury and he'll be replaced in the front row by Fletcher Baker. Joey Manu shifts to fullback to cover for James Tedesco. And at the Raiders, James Schiller has been promoted to the interchange bench in place of Corey Harawira Nara. And your tip, Dino? Uh, I'm going to go the Roosters. And your tip for Wednesday night? Blues by two. Blues by two. And your away the next week or two. Yeah. I'm going to miss you. Yeah, I'll, I'll miss you. I'll miss our listeners. I'll miss this show. Where are you going to go? Part of the week. Um, 11th hour, I'm being sent to England. I'm very fortunate to Fantastic. cover Royal Ascot. So I'm heading over on Tuesday. And hopefully we can... Uh, well, I'll be on the show next Sunday. We'll do a segment live from England. Nature Strip runs Tuesday week in the King's Stand Stakes. And then Saturday week, we've got Home Affairs and Artorias in the Platinum Jubilee Stakes in England. So, fingers crossed. We'll we have get, a great time, champion. We'll try and do our best, and we'll definitely talk next Sunday. But coming up on Racing HQ with Grant Boyden, Gary Harley will preview the only New South Wales thoroughbred race meeting today at Musselbrook. The Big Sports, the big sports Breakfast team is back tomorrow at 5.30 a.m., with um, Jared Middleton in the chair alongside Laurie Daly, Michael Clark, and Jamie Rogers. If you would like to revisit any of today's show or interviews, go to Spotify or the podcast icon on your iPhone or Android. Thanks for listening over the last three hours. Enjoy your Sunday. Enjoy your sport and go the Blues. Go those Blues.